This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free, and bring up whatever you like. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And yeah, we're really here. It's Saturday. It's a live Saturday edition of the program. Joining you tonight, as always, it's Ian. And Mark. And, of course, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there completely free, so enjoy those on us. In fact, the main feature actually allows you to control the content of the site. You see something online that you think is interesting, you want to share it with the rest of our listeners, all you have to do is just submit it to the website. And then other listeners get to vote on whether they like or dislike your suggestion. And the most liked will make it up to the front page and the top of the site. Over at freetalklive.com. So head over there and get interactive. No, last week, Mark, uh, of course, we always end up covering typically, not always, but typically end up covering a variety of issues in one three-hour-long program. And last week, at one point, we had a guy call in, and this was on the Saturday show last week, a guy call in from Clearwater, I believe. And, of course, we are on in Tampa Bay, thanks to WFLA. Uh, he called in and he told us that he was a member of the Church of Scientology. He worked there, as I recall. So he claimed, yes. And he said he was on staff and uh, he promoted some kind of ministries website or whatever, which anyway, all that aside, I asked him some questions about Scientology. And I don't know, he wasn't the most forthcoming of, uh, of callers that we've had on this program. And so somebody picked up on that call and they sent us an email in People response really to People really seem to have a, a real burr in their saddle for, um, for Scientology, it seems like. Well, you know, I wonder why that might be. Do you think it's because they have a, oh, I don't know, a tendency to sue people that criticize them? I, I have heard that that's a propensity of theirs. Yeah. Now, the average church doesn't seem to have this problem. That that kind of puts them there's, in the... Right. There's, there, there are not that many churches. The uh, I, the Westboro Baptist Church. That's what I was going to say. They They're in the lots same, of suing. Right. The same category as the Westboro Baptist now, Church. Now, I couldn't say which, which uh, church sues the most. I don't know. But, I mean, these these are two of them that come to mind when, it, when you talk about suing. I'd imagine that Scientologists sue more often. They've got more money. You know, they're more, more established. Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah, than Westboro Baptist. It's my understanding that those people have jobs that they just live through suing uh, sure. at the Westboro Baptist Church. So uh, somebody emails in here with some responses to that individual because, honestly, I'm not that well-versed in Scientology. I know we've talked about it here and there over the years of, uh, of doing this program. So this person – Some people have said good things about it and some people have said bad throughout the years. Oh, I don't doubt that, like many religions – for some people, it was the right thing for them at whatever time in their life that they came to it or that they felt like, like they benefited from it. Mm-hmm. However, uh, and again, I think that people can benefit from uh, lots of different religions out there. There are many different positive aspects of organized religion. I, I'm not trying to down just Scientology. I, I personally have an issue with the, the concept of organized religion in general and you know the reasons why it was created to essentially – uh, control um, man, the, man's fellow man, and to extract yep. money and obedience from them and, and land as well. That does sound like religion to me, organized religion to me, yes. Right, and so I have, a, I have a general problem with all organized religion, period. That doesn't make me an atheist, it just means I have a problem with organized religion. Specifically, Scientology has this kind of, uh, you know, you, you achieve levels and you have to pay for those levels, as I understand it. That was my question of uh, the gentleman that was on the phone. I asked him, well, what level was he? He didn't really say. Checkled at us, didn't he? Yeah, I don't recall. Exactly. But he didn't he did not tell us what level he was. He basically made it sound like we were not able to understand. You know, we're not initiated in their church. And mm-hmm. so therefore we you know, we cannot possibly understand their structure and their hierarchy and and how all that works. Um, but I remember we talked about in the past how uh, and with former Scientologists 
how there's this concept. I think they call them thetans. Thetans, yeah. They tell you that you have these thetans. Thetans are bad things you've got inside you. Right. And you can go through certain... Demons, perhaps. <laughs> well, I don't think they would call them that. No, but, they don't. Uh, but I mean, right. you know, there, there are other religions that will tell you that you've right. got bad things inside you, and they call them demons. <laughs> and you can pay them to have the thetans excised from you, Sweet. essentially. Right? Yep. So uh, let me get into the email here from The Residue Remains. He writes and says, hey, I was just listening to the show from Saturday and noticed you had a caller pimping his Scientology website. I just wanted to verify a few suspicions that you seem to have had. Number one, you asked the caller how much he'd paid in order to get to his level. The levels, incidentally, are called OT, or Operating Thetan. And he responded that he was on staff. Now, this is actually pretty typical. Going through the hours and hours of auditing to get clear and move... These are church terms, right? Well, some might say cult terms, but maybe... I repeat I, myself. I think, they, I think they all are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as far as I'm concerned, you can pick uh, the pick your largest religion on the planet, Catholics or whatever. I don't care. As far as I'm concerned, they're all cults. I mean, so, they all fit the definition. After you've gone through hours and hours of this auditing process to get clear and move up in the church hierarchy, it can get really expensive over time. And people will commonly end up either working for the church in exchange for more auditing or alternately will actually end up in debt to the church and then go to work for them as a form of indentured servitude. So by this guy saying he's on staff, that doesn't mean he's necessarily a high-level person. He could just be scrubbing the bathroom floors because he wants to get to you know level three or something like that, and he, and he can't afford to pay it out of his bank account. Well, I mean, <laughs> if, if a person doesn't have a job at all and the uh, Scientology church uh, offers them a job and gives them a place to stay and, all the, and a job to do, then as far as I'm concerned, they're, they're benefiting the world. Well, I don't know. Do they actually have a place to stay? I'm Couldn't not sure tell about you. that. Because if you're just working in return for uh, if you're just working in return for a new level, then you don't really have a job. You're just working off a new level in the church. We need we need levels with our our uh, amp. The program. amp. Program. We do yeah. have levels. We've oh, okay. got uh, silver and and gold. We don't have platinum. anybody indentured though. No, no, they That's all do shame. it voluntarily at all their right. own volition because they find value in this program. So uh, number two. So yes. Uh, so again, lots of people are apparently on staff. Number two. This number may have changed since I first learned about Xenu and the space aliens, but the estimates that I read 10 years ago suggested that by the time you get to the OT level where you are taught about all the crazy sci-fi stuff, because they don't, they don't let you into that part until later. Well, much, much I, later. I, I suspect you're, you're slowly acclimated over time. I don't know. He says by the time you learn about it, uh, you would have had to have spent approximately $600,000. Oh, goodness. Now, that was 10 years ago. Now, maybe they've raised their prices since then. Maybe they've lowered them. I don't know. But you're still talking about a pretty significant investment. Now, my parents in the uh, in, down in Sarasota, Florida are elders, I think, or my mom or my dad. One of them or both. Something at the church. Elders at the church. It's a Presbyterian church down there. And I you know, don't think... You they, want a conspiracy theory. Presbyterians have had more presidents than any other denomination. Hmm. Hmm. Presbyterians ruling the world. (laughs) I I don't think that they've invested $600,000 in the church to get to the point of being able to be an elder. No, I, that seems like a lot to me. Um, I, I, you know, you (laughs) give five bucks or something a week. Right. um, Seems like a, a pretty, a pretty common thing to do. 
He says you were spot on about Scientist number three. He says you were spot on about Scientology in Clearwater in Florida, but it actually goes a bit deeper than just having a huge building or two. A few years ago, the Scientologists decided to basically do a version of the Free State Project, except without the freedom thing. Uh, where they would actively work to move a bunch of Scientologists down to Clearwater to gain political influence, get on city council boards, etc. It was called Project Normandy, where one concerned citizen or when one concerned citizen found out about this and bought ad space on a bus saying something like Scientology is a cult. Think for yourself. Yeah, I think something like that. Yeah. The local officials passed a city ordinance saying that advertisements on buses could only promote commercial interests. For example, uh, here's a short blog article I found that he uh, provides us with more detail on this Project Normandy, which apparently sounds like it's to some some extent uh, some, some extent been successful. Hey, you know, as far as I'm concerned, if people of a like mind want to move someplace and uh, rule themselves, then that's fine. It's the rule themselves part that I uh, agree with, but Indeed. it's when they want to rule over other people that bothers me. Yeah, well, you know, if uh, <laughs> too many of one person moves into town, uh, one type of folk move into town, I guess I just leave. 1-800-259-9231. There's a couple more points on Scientology this gentleman wants to share with us here, but more importantly, I'd rather hear your thoughts, especially if maybe you live in the Clearwater, Florida area, and you have some familiarity with this particular religion. Not to say it's just in Clearwater. These people are all over the place, worldwide, from yeah, what I understand. Yeah, I want to hear the good stuff and the bad stuff. So, yeah, tell us about your experience with the Church of Scientology, or any cult that uh, that you've been in, or uh, religion. 800-259-9231. Because remember, a religion is only a much larger cult. Uh, more on the way. You can take control at 800, or an organized religion. Uh, 1-800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. 800-259-9231. The Ruger LC9. Compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP. Features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high visibility three dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at Ruger.com slash LC9. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, Once again, freetalklive.com features, including the Shrine of Female Listeners, dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo to show that they are listeners of this program. Go to shrine.freetalklive.com. See that? And if you're a lady listener, you can get details on how to be part of the Shrine. Uh, Once again, shrine.freetalklive.com. On Free Talk Live, we talk about getting gold and silver, either as a hedge against inflation investment or barter currency. You can hear about buying gold all over uh, radio. You know, I think gold's good. I think silver's a little better personally right now, but we have teamed up with Midas Resources. Has gold tripled in value over the last 10 years? I can't imagine it has. I don't think so. Yeah, silver certainly has. Yep. (laughs) Um, we've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some very special rates on hand-picked gold and silver pieces. I've picked these in order that you can compare other places because I felt really confused when I was looking at uh, precious metals initially. It's been some years ago, and I'm trying to diminish that for people. Just go to gold.freetalklive.com. You can see uh, right there what sort of things we offer. These were uh, picked 
in order to get gold and silver into your hands, not to get you some kind of collector coin or anything like that. So they, some of them have numismatic value, but not much. Go to gold.freetalklive.com. So we're continuing here. We'll get right into your phone calls, but just two more quick points from our email. Uh, somebody who's a little more familiar with uh, Scientology than we are. Uh, he's making some points to kind of bring up in regards to the guy that called last week about Scientology. Number four, he says, it used to be the case that the Church of Scientology, though I don't know if it still is the case, owned a copyright on the word Scientology, allowing them to sue the pants off of anyone who criticized them in print. This led many critics to spell the word with a dollar sign at the front to avoid being uh, sued. Number five, the Cult Awareness Network, CAN, were loudly critical of the church, so the Church of Scientology maliciously sued them, drove them into bankruptcy, and then took over CAN in or around 1996. So just uh, some interesting details here. And, of course, curious about your experience, uh, if any, with Scientology or any other sort of uh, culty organized religion as we go to your phone calls your thoughts are certainly welcome you can also bring up anything you'd like 800-259-9231 let's go to the phones and the fun jim is listening to wfla in scientology's home of clearwater florida hello jim hey how you doing hey jim what's on your mind tonight um i was just calling in about the uh, the scientology issue yes sir. um i actually live uh it's right outside of clearwater uh bel air bluffs and um you know, when when you go down to Clearwater, it's a lot of people joke and they call it the hive. Okay. Um, especially when you uh, you go there around uh, around lunchtime, you'll see them coming out of their meetings and whatnot, um, all dressed in the same same garb: black pants, white shirt, or you know, the next day it might be blue shirt, black pants. Do they all hold on? I'm sorry. Do they do they send out a memo in order to uh, <laughs> tell, say how to dress, or do you have the choice between blue shirts and white shirts? I have no idea. It's just, it, it's kind of funny. I, it, you'll see it. Uh, they, they're all wearing the same thing, so there must be some sort of memo with the eyes. Um, but it, it's it's kind of sad because, you know, I've, I've talked to a lot of people in Clearwater, and they said that it was so hustling and bustling, um, even, even back in the 70s, early 80s. And uh, you go up there, and a lot of the clubs have had to shut down because there's there's so much pressure on them to not do business because it's not accepted by Scientologists. What kind so of clubs? Uh, I'm sorry, what, what, what does this Like nightclubs? Nightclubs, entertainment, um, not not even like, you know, of uh, the adult variety, but just a, a place you can go grab drinks. Uh, in Clearwater, is is very hard to come by. You have to go to Clearwater Beach, so... Interesting. It's, yeah, they, they do kind of force their views on, on everybody. They very seemingly taken over the, the town. So it so, is true. So then it is true. The idea that they, you know, may have moved a bunch of people in there into Clearwater in order to absolutely. influence uh, politics in their direction. Do you find people absolutely. leaving Clearwater in order to get away from them? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There, there's some people that I've talked to that have actually, um, you know, left Clearwater. Um, but it's not a, a place that I will consider living hmm. um, simply because of that. And there's, it's, it's. Um, <laughs> It's it's kind of creepy, as a matter of fact. So, um, Jim, thanks for sharing that tonight. I appreciate hearing from you, and thanks for the call at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's talk to Mike listening in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, to WGMD FM. Hello, Mike. Hi. Hey, Mike. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, no, I just want to share a story that uh, a buddy of mine is not a, uh, about Scientology per se, but another cult. Um, sure. He was nineteen. He was nineteen. Just graduated from high school. Uh, decided not to go the college route, and a buddy of his 
uh, kind of a, not a close friend, but a friend in high school that offered him a job being a day trader um, on Wall Street. You know, he's like, all right, you know, I could probably make some good money. So he's, a, you know, an 18-year-old kid making, you know, half a billion dollars a year. And he just kind of thought it was funny that all the people that worked at this day trading office were very close and, and always, you know, they didn't really have any other friends other than the people that he worked with. And, I mean, he was a laid-back kid. He said that he was the only, he's guaranteed he's the only day trader that went out skateboarding after. But said that uh, there was continual pressure as he progressed in the company to uh, come to these meetings that his coworkers were going to every night. And what ended up happening is he showed up <laughs> Every night? <laughs> yeah, which is very creepy. Yeah. He, I mean, although he's creepy, he's kind of a laid-back kid, so he didn't really think anything of it until they started to threaten him. Um, they still didn't bother him, whatever he kept going on. And until he showed up for work one day and there was no computers, no sign on the front door, nothing in the office space on Wall Street where this day trading company had existed. And what he came to find out was that they were kind of streaming money through the day trading company uh, to support this cult. And uh, months after, he received threats, and they, they you know, threw stuff through his windows at his house, stuff like that. Um, Why did, uh, back- hold on just a second. Um, I'm, I'm trying to uh, get this down. So the business disappears, and then for some reason the people from the business are threatening him later? And why? Well, no, I mean, he was this uh, – I think it's because he kind of had it – he, he kind of knew what was going on, but he was the kind of person that – wasn't going to let it bother him. He's making such good money at such a good young age with no education, really, uh, except for a high school degree that he didn't really, he wasn't going to be the one to call, you know, throw up a red flag, although I think they were suspicious that he was on that route. Um, Why would they go after him like that? I mean, you said that uh, they, they, you know, they used some sort of violence and property destruction. Well, I guess they, I guess one of the, one of the uh, symbolic, uh, gesture was a was a uh, head of lettuce, and they threw a rock through his window. Then called it with a head of lettuce. He tried to explain it to me at the time, but I didn't really. I didn't put two and two together. What but, was the name of this organization? Yeah, basically. Yeah. No, no. And, uh, what was the name of this organization? The head of lettuce people? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, it was just kind of some kind of uh, subside cult that was. Uh, it's very odd. I just felt like I could share that with The cult of the almighty dollar. A bunch of day traders uh, working to fund yeah, their cult. Lettuce is another name for dollars. Hey, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. You can share your creepy cult stories if you'd like. You can bring up anything as well. Maybe uh, you're a cult leader and you want to call in to defend your, <laughs> your cult. You're welcome to do that, too. This is Free Talk Live. Take control. Bring it the When it comes to potential police abuse, the most important place to protect yourself is while driving. FreedomCam.net has a groundbreaking new product that gives you the best all-around protection. The The GPS GPS Black Black Box Box Dash Cam. Cam. This easy-to-use unit has video cameras recording all around and inside your vehicle. It also has a built-in microphone and GPS navigation, which records your driving route and speed. For traffic stops, accidents, and all other driving incidents, protect yourself with the ultimate witness at FreedomCam.net.
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Just dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231. Hey, maybe you've missed a moment of this show. Don't worry. We've got them all archived for you right there on the front page of the website. Right at the top, you'll find the last seven days' worth of the program. But that's not all. You click into the archive section, you'll go back all the way to 2006, and it will cost you zero because HostGator has picked up the tab. Yeah, HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. You can create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. It's easy to do, and they've got more than 4,500 templates. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com host you. Use that web portal that we've created, HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com. You'll get your first month completely free. You'll get a 99.9% uptime guarantee and a 45-day money-back guarantee and 24-7 technical support. It's HostGator.FreeTalkLive.com. All right, so 800-259-9231. Started out talking about Scientology, getting some points of uh, clarification from a listener pointing out that these people are indeed uh, looking to extract a whole lot of money from their members for this so-called clearing practice or the auditing practice, I guess, that clears you of the so-called thetans. Again, these are all uh, church cult terms uh, that they use. And, of course, the definition of a cult is uh, not very different from the definition of an organized religion. It's just that one has – an organized religion just has more, I guess, favor in society. Been around longer? Yeah, they've been around. They've got more members. And so I don't know whether whether – They used to call uh, Mormonism a cult, and some people still would, so – I guess it just all depends on your perspective. That's exactly what it is. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, cult is a derogatory term for a an organized religion. So, I mean, you can choose to use it if you want. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, every one of the religions fit fit that. So you fits can the use, bill. Yeah, yeah, fits the bill. Let's, uh, you know, I mean, I th- I think if you're going to if you want to, uh, you know, sort of deconstruct whether a religion in particular is good or bad, I think that you can do that. But uh, I think the derogatory terms like cult are not helpful. Let's continue here with your stories. Uh, if you would like to share them, they could be about Scientology or some other cult slash organized religion that uh, that you've been involved in uh, and maybe presumably got out of. Or maybe you're in Scientology and you'd like to, uh, to call in. You're certainly welcome to do so. You may dial in about anything you like at 800-259-9231. So what are we missing? What else do we need to know? Do our listeners need to hear? Let's talk to ladies first, or at least I presume it's a lady. Barbie, listening in Tampa to WFLA. Barbie, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, hi, I always just had a comment about the Scientology in Tampa. Hey, go ahead with your thoughts. Um, no, I think it's uh, a little scary that they're buying up the buildings in Ebor. Really? Uh, e- Ebor yeah, City in Tampa? Bought, I think okay. about two blocks. And hmm. what are they doing with them? I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. They just bought it uh, about two months ago, three months ago. Are they buying empty buildings? Or are these buildings with businesses in them? Or are they no, apartment- they're empty. Are they apartment complexes, or what are they? No, they're office buildings, because in Ebor, I guess, you have office buildings, and then, or you can turn it into a club or bar, but they're, they were empty. Now, Ebor is generally known. I'm from the uh, the Tampa Bay area, Sarasota, and you know, I've never actually been to Ebor, but certainly have heard a lot I've been about there many it. times. Um, now, Ebor is generally considered like the party city, basically, right? You go there I at do. night. Yeah, the... they still have clubs there, but it's not as big as it used to be. Hmm. Now, they still have bars. How how close to Ebor, uh, rather, how close to Clearwater is Ebor? Or... Not very. Not very close, huh? Yeah. So, so you think they're expanding out from from the Clearwater area? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I don't know why else they would buy up these buildings. 
You know, it's not one building. It's actually a couple. Well, um, let me ask this question. Ybor City, I think, is in the municipality of Tampa, though, right? Ybor City doesn't have its own city council or anything like that. So what would be the benefit if um, if they were hoping to say, I mean, are, are they really going to take over the city of Tampa? That seems unlikely. Are you sure about that, Mark? I'm pretty sure. Is that um, right? Well, there's a HCC uh, campus. And the buildings are right across the street from the HCC campus. Hillsborough Community College? Yes. Uh-huh. Hmm. So they're sending their uh, their folks there to go to school? Uh, I don't know. I just think it's weird that it's so close. It's to... a lot of speculation here. Yeah, it's a lot. We don't know. This, this don't just know. happened, though, you're saying? They just bought these buildings just yeah, recently? It, yeah, it just recently um, happened. I have a friend that works for the city of Tampa. Thanks for cluing us in. I appreciate it. Anything else you want to share tonight? That's it. Barbie, I appreciate hearing from you, and thank you for the call at 800-259-9231. I think you may be correct, Mark, uh, according to Wikipedia. You just keep remembering that. (laughs) Ybor City is a historic neighborhood in Tampa, Florida, so it doesn't say here, at least right out the gate, that it is its own municipality. It's a neighborhood in Tampa. Yeah, it's my understanding. uh, We'll continue here with your phone calls. This one is Mike listening in Clearwater to WFLA. Hello, Mike. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, Mike, what's on your mind tonight? Oh, wow. I don't know where to begin, to be honest with you. I was, I've been born and raised in Clearwater, Florida, um, 30 years now. So I've seen, um, actually, my family's Christian church. I'm not Christian, but I was raised that way. Is uh, was right uh, across the street from their main building in downtown. So... I've seen it, um, you know, going my whole life now. But uh, about six years ago, I worked for a company, a very large company. I won't say their name, but... Well, before you go on with your story, did they start coming in, like, back in the 70s? Is that pretty much when they started coming in, or do you know? Uh, L. Ron Hubbard came on on his flagship boat, and I believe it was the late 60s is when they just started the setup shop, but they got they were huge by the late 70s. Gotcha. All right, so you said you were working for a company. Yeah, I was working for a company that uh, was Scientology-owned or is, and when I started, there were about 120 employees, and four of us were not Scientologists. Wow. And through <laughs> the uh, through the years that I worked there, it was unbelievable. They tried to make us do these courses, that I said, no way, that's bringing religion into the workplace. And they said, oh, no, no, it'll really help you with your attention skills. And I was like, who wrote it? And mm-hmm. then, you know, of course, it's L. Ron Hubbard. And I said, well, you put it in writing that I have to do it, and I'll do it. And um, <laughs> it's just, and here's, here's another thing, guys. I have, uh, I have panic attacks, and one thing you learn about them is they don't believe in anything psychiatric yeah. whatsoever you That's, know they don't they they think it's in your mind that you're just crazy so i was uh, not the most popular guy there but um beyond that i met a friend that worked there he was in the church for about 17 years he mm-hmm. got out and now he can't speak to any of his family you know they disassociate because uh, the family is still in the church you mean yes Gotcha. Okay, I was I was and, wondering. I mean, it was why, why would that be? Go ahead. I know I understand. Yeah, and then and he's told me some very interesting things about um, just like you'll be driving down through Clearwater and you'll see um, you'll see eight people. Two uh, look 
Oriental, you know, Japanese or Chinese, and then two look like they're from India, and they're wearing jeans and a white shirt, real dirty looking. And I asked my buddy, who, who are these guys? Oh, those are the people they pick up in different countries, and basically it's like slave labor. They make them work. I mean, they're getting up at probably 5 in the morning. They're not going to bed until really late at night, and they're not getting What they're getting is free auditing. Well, what are they job? doing for them? How like, do they get into the country? Well, they, they they go to their countries and they get them to come over here. And I don't know if it's because they get them on a on their ship. They they usually do this with their cruises, and they bring them over here. I what kind of work they are they do doing? That. I mean, how much are they like running phones, scrubbing floors? What no, kind of jobs? Yeah, yeah, they're doing they're doing manual. They're doing like manual labor type stuff. The stuff that the people in uh, in their um, the getup that they wear, it's kind of like naval almost, you know, the, the, if you're an officer, you know, the higher ranked you are, the different. So they have uniforms. You wear. They have uniforms. Yes. But the ones I'm talking about are just, you know, digging a ditch if it needs to be dug. Wow. Um, and these poor people, who knows what they're getting fed, who knows what, you know, and I just think they're getting duped. And I'm, uh, I've, I've, I don't know if you've heard of anonymous. It's the yes. group that uh, does the protests. I've been down there for is, is whenever I hear that they're going to be down there, I run down there because I just I know that these people are wrong. What they believe in is wrong. Mike, thank you for sharing and, your thoughts tonight. I appreciate it. Your thoughts are welcome as well. 800-259-9231. Scientology. Other calls you can share. We talk live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nesquik. Try Nesquik 4-Packs, perfect for lunches and great for kids on the go. Look for it in the juice aisle. Snack time is a great chance to sneak extra calcium into your child's diet without making him feel like he's eating something he doesn't want. Serve up dairy-rich foods like smoothies, flavored milk, frozen yogurt, and string cheese. He'll love the treat, and you'll love knowing how good it is for him. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can, again, take control of the airwaves here. You can also join us on our website, freetalklive.com. You want to help support this program? You can do so. As Mark mentioned earlier, there's the AMP program. Advertise, market, and promote is what it's about. It's about getting helping the show get on more radio stations around the country, bring more internet listeners on board, and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. So go to amp.freetalklive.com to get on board for as little as 3 bucks a month. You can use any major credit card via PayPal. Uh, you can also use uh, pay a Visa MasterCard right on our website at, uh, again, amp.freetalklive.com. You'll get perks, too, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, AMP-only forum, podcast, and more. That's AMP as in Advertise, Market, and Promote. amp.freetalklive.com. Now, coming up this summer, Porkfest 2011. June 20th through the 26th at the same place it was last year, Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of northern New Hampshire. It's just an incredible location, but better than the location of the beauty is the amazing people that will be there. The hundreds of like-minded, liberty-oriented people, people that get it. 
about the ideas of freedom. People that understand that in order to live free, they must allow others to live free as well. People who are willing to get active to achieve liberty in our lifetime. They are coming together to the same campground and it will be a blast. We were there last year and we'll be there for even longer this year because they've expanded the event to a full week. Uh, Lots of activities will be going on from live performers to family fun to agorism in action. Porkfest has something for everyone who loves freedom. You can go now and get registered. You can use our discount code to save 20% uh, if you use the code FREETALKLIVE. That's with no spaces, just FREETALKLIVE is one word as your coupon code to save 20%. And you can go to PORKFEST.com to do that. That's P-O-R-C as in porcupine, PORKFEST, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com as we continue taking your phone calls about what you want, though focusing generally on uh, Scientology here tonight. You certainly don't have to. Uh, Scientology or any other experience you've had with a creepy organized religion or cult, 800-259-9231. As we continue taking your calls, let's talk uh, first to Chris, listening in Maryland. Chris, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hi, how are you? Hey, Chris, what's on your mind tonight? Oh, I... uh... I was in Pittsburgh a while back. I, I used to live up that way, and uh, up on the south side up there, um, they have a Scientology church, and being that I find that kind of funny, I went in and spoke to a guy for about, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour about all the different things in Scientology. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I've looked up since then more on this, but I, he had a chart on his wall about all the different levels. And to be clear, it looked like you had to have about, I, I would imagine, somewhere around 30 to 35 levels that you had to complete, mm. 35 courses. And um, it, it was uh, kind of crazy. I don't know how much they charge per course, but the, the chart had like 60 levels on it. Um, it sounds like a lot from the email we received earlier. The guy was saying that before you get to whatever level it is at which you will learn about the the so-called Xenu and alien situation, uh, that uh, that's about $600,000 you'll have spent. Right. Um, another thing they have is, in, in this particular one, was they had a bookshelf full of all, uh, I can't remember what they called it, but it was like uh, after Ron Hubbard had published Dianetics, he started making these um I guess you would call them memos to the uh, to the churches, and uh, you look in it and it says. Uh, the, I, I flipped open a random one. He let me. I'm actually surprised that this guy let me do all this. But uh, you opened a random one and it said, "This is a high. It is a high crime for any auditor not to uh, record this and punishable by such and such." And uh, it was all jargon. Um, the punishment. I don't understand. I, I couldn't tell you what the punishment was. It mm. was just in their jargon. Um, but, uh, and the other thing was their galvanometer thing. This is the, the galvanometer. Now this is the thing that they invite people to test their themselves on. They hook themselves up to it and it like gives them a, a, some sort of a reading as far as how many thetans they ostensibly have. Correct. Um, this thing, uh, is just a complete fraud as far as I'm concerned. It's, um, the same device used in, uh, lie detectors, one of the devices, um, lie detectors actually use a more sophisticated version, and they use other devices as well in with it. Now, um, it, it basically just measures the electrical field that your body is producing. 
Mm-hmm. And the idea is when you get nervous about something, this electrical field increases, saying that either you're lying or in the case of Scientology, they say, oh, well, you have these uh, engrams. And, engrams. Um, and what's it, what is an engram? This is another one of their uh, cult speaks. Yeah. Um, the uh, book Dianetics is all about these engrams. And basically what he says is um, throughout your life you develop these traumas and these traumas are called engrams, and basically you form your behavior around these traumas, and uh, the higher, uh, the more traumas you have, the, the less sane you will be. Um, and he basically says that all insane people just have a lot of engrams and can be cured through auditing. <laughs> just give us money. Exactly. We'll solve your problem for you. Now, do they hook up? I wonder about the auditing process. I mean, are you familiar with that at all? Do they actually hook you up to some kind of a machine to make it seem like it's very scientific? I mean, or um, do they just like wave no, a magic just, wand at you or utter some just, words? Uh, the way auditing works is um, you hold the device with your hands, which is a terrible way to, to hook up a, a galvanometer because if you change the amount of pressure in your hands, you make the machine go crazy. Mm. I've tried this. Um, you hold hold these two, it looks like tin cans, basically. And originally, from what I understand, they were tin cans. And um, you, they ask you questions. And the way uh, the, they record what the galvanometer says. Now, unfortunately, and this is another thing that they, they do, if you fail your course, which I guess would result in um, the test would be auditing, if you fail that, you have to take the course again and repay for it. Um, oh, so it's not like only... a guarantee. You, you don't, you're not guaranteed Correct. to pass to the next level oh if my. you pay for the audit. Correct. And the reason this is troubling is because there's no record of what the galvanometer readout is. Like on a lie detector, they, you have a, a paper that the results are recorded in live. You, you know, the needle that moves mm-hmm. back and forth. This is just a digital readout, or in in uh, in the case of mine, in a, a needle, kind of like what you would get on an ohms meter. Okay. Because basically, an ohms meter is similar in uh, design as well. Um, and so, so you're, what you're saying is that they give you this uh, audit. There are questions involved. You're holding on to this uh, galvanometer thing, and then if you don't answer the questions in the way that they want you to, then you uh, don't pass. You'll have yes. to take the audit again, and they don't even know what your score was last time. It doesn't matter because they're just wanting you to parrot whatever whatever it is they want you to parrot. Is that pretty much how it is? Well, um, the guy uh, – um, let me think. Uh, the auditor is supposed to record all your information. Mm-hmm. But if the auditor is corrupt, which it's a religion, and I can't see him not being corrupt and just wants more money – he could just say, no, he answered it wrong and falsify the records. Not that they mean anything anyways. The machine is not meant to be used for that. It was it was made by a guy who was a follower of Hubbard's and fixed refrigerators or something for a living, I think. Um, it, it's it's just a stupid galvanometer, and they, they call it a psychoanalytical galvanometer thing <laughs> the, the name is about 30 letters long wow. and uh they charge i've looked these things up they charge five thousand dollars a piece for these machines 
no wonder the celebrities are the only ones you hear about. It. They're the only ones that can afford this stuff. Wait a minute. They hold on. They charge five thousand for the machine, or they fi- charge five thousand for an audit on the machine. Uh, no, for the machine, you can buy these machines. You can have your own galvanometer you in your, your own, own home. Hmm. Um, Check your thetan level every single day. <laughs> the thing that makes this more egregious is that the fact that these galvanometers are made by people like you were saying in in your last segment where uh, they basically work for auditing, and then they sell them for $5,000 a piece. Well, you know, that's that, that figures. I mean, that, that's not a surprise. Like, the people within the church are making these products and selling them to the church, etc., selling them to church members. So uh, thanks for sharing all that tonight. Very interesting, very revealing, and I appreciate your call at 800-259-9231. Just raking in the cash from people. Uh, that's that's what religions do. I'd say that this one, you know, with its uh, charging for particular levels, that's under how I understand it. Mm-hmm. I don't know the specifics or anything, but charging for, you know, specific levels. I think that that's that's kind of, I don't know, that takes it to a whole new level. You know, it's always interesting, most interesting to actually hear from someone who was in the church, somebody who you know, spent time within this organization rather than just kind of poked around from the outside. If you are that person, we'd love to hear from you. 800-259-9231, hour two. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal. But something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait, there's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to libertystickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. Libertystickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves here at 800-259-9231. Live Saturday edition of the show. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Once again, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there free. So head over there and enjoy those on us. Uh, Again, that's freetalklive.com. Dot com. For those of you just tuning in, last hour we followed up on the Scientology caller that we had out of the blue last week. Somebody just happened to call in uh, to talk about that, and we asked some questions. He didn't really give the clearest of answers, and so somebody actually emailed in with some points of clarification, uh, which I found very, uh, very interesting, uh, confirming my, uh, my concern that the Scientology religion does indeed extract in some cases, hundreds of thousands of dollars, if they can get away with it, from their members for a process known as auditing. Well, I think that uh, just about every religion will extract that kind of money from their members if they can get their members to do it. Um, I, you know, they don't have a, a particular, you know, auditing process. But it, there's a difference between passing the plate around the, you know, the church, yeah. and saying, look, you know, if you want to get 
higher level in the church, then you need to spend thousands of dollars on different leveling up Agreed. processes called auditing, where this you'll is be a more cleared. Eff- more effective way of uh, of taking separating fools from their money, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about Scientology and other cults, not just Scientology, but and remember, uh, cult is just another word for a smaller organized religion. So if you want to share your uh, weird organized religion slash cult experiences with us, you're certainly welcome to do so. Maybe you've actually been in Scientology. Maybe you've escaped from Scientology. Maybe you're still in Scientology. You want to share your thoughts, your observations, your stories? 800 800- Two five nine ninety two thirty one. Ladies first. We go to the phones and the fun. We'll talk to Chris, listening in Clearwater to WFLA. Hello, Chris. Hi. Hey, what's uh, on your mind? Well, I am a Scientologist. I've been a Scientologist since I was seventeen. So, what level are you? Give you an idea that uh, I I think it's a good thing, and that yeah. I've yeah. had tremendous. Uh, improvements in my life from from it what have you seen change i'm sorry what 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 has improved oh my communication level my responsibility level uh my ability to uh do things better my ability to get along with people better i could go on and on great so what level are you Uh, i'm clear what does that mean that means you've got to uh, understand. Person, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know any of this stuff. So, oh, uh, you know what? That that's a point that I wanted to to bring up, which is, you you and and the people who have questions about Scientology should uh, look at a website we have, which is Scientology dot org. Well, that's a great that's a great suggestion. All but kinds of questions. Chris, we'd rather hear your answer. It, it'll answer the question about that's our cool. position about psychiatry. Chris, that's great, and but we'd really rather hear your interpretation of what you've learned since it's been so beneficial it's for you. It's a caller-driven talk show. Right, so please, yeah, what does it mean absolutely. to be clear? And I have had uh, tremendous wins with it. But, great. And, and so what does it mean, Chris? Give me a break. That is so weird. What's there that? is no slave labor. And nobody's no one said there was slave to, labor. Uh, to, to give their money. You know, so... Really, um, I guess there was a caller that did suggest that. Chris, slow down. Slow down for a moment here. We've got a strange connection here on the phone, so just bear with me for a moment here, Chris. Just give me me one moment here. Uh, We've got a strange connection on the phone with some weird echoing going on. Now, I'd asked, or Mark, you'd asked a question, and we still haven't gotten an answer and I, I just really would like to know uh we'd asked you what your level is you said you're clear and then we asked uh-huh. a follow-up what does it mean to be clear can you please explain um it's just not being reactive to uh things around you and that um relates from uh data that's in the uh book dianetics the modern science of mental health not being reactive now please explain um you know having like um an irrational reaction to something. I think it's important to take things under advisement and, and be calm when faced with, you know, perhaps adversary uh, in, in one's life. That, that sounds like it makes sense. What did it take for you to get to this level, this clear level? Uh, I did auditing. And how much auditing? How many years did you say? It was 17 years you've been in the church? Yeah. Um, I, I don't remember exactly. How often do you, you know what? How often do you get audited? Uh, it varies. But you know what? Well, now, hold know, on a second. What, what does that mean? Other people and, and what they've gotten out of it. There are a whole bunch of different people in, 
in that website. That's great. That, I, uh, I appreciate that, and I really want to just want to hear your story. People from different areas. I'm like sure it's a worldwide religion, but Chris, I'm, I'm really only interested in hearing your story. So, well, how often do you get story, audited? So, I just wanted you to be able to hear. Good, good. That's uh, great. One person. Would you like to tell I your story you though? Because to know that there's tons of other people. Uh-huh. No, I believe you. No doubt. Scientology on, on is a website. big religion. There's no doubt about that. So, but I want to hear your story because personal testimonials are really what it's all about. I mean, that's what draws people in. So, uh, so please tell me, uh, what, how often do you get audited? What does that uh, mean? It varies. Meaning and, what? Um, like once a week, once every month, or whenever you feel like it? I mean, within the last year, <laughs> how many times have you been audited? Um, I'd say about... Four or five times. In the last year. Now, what does it cost yeah. per audit? Oh, I don't remember exactly. You don't remember? You can get all that on the website, too. No, I don't think. I, I doubt you can. Anyhow, you know what? <laughs> I doubt. How work, do I find so that on I the website? Run. You've got to run. Sorry, I've got oh, to run. Oh, okay. Bye-bye now. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hmm. Questions get a little tougher. She bails out. Well, you draw your own conclusions from that. You know, I, I, <laughs> so it seems what they want to do to me, um, just, just sitting here and listening is, is they want to control the sales process and it's not uncommon for organizations that have a, a strong sales department to want to control the, the sales process. Um, you know, they, they the individual doesn't want to give the information. They want you to come in, sit down, talk right. one-on-one with one of their uh, their auditing folks, and we'll, we'll explain it all to you then. Uh, you know, all your questions should be directed to this website where we have, uh, you know, uh, where, where you can't actually interact, but it'll have uh, frequently asked questions. They'll be, um, you know, they're all right. pasteurized and homogenized. Right. It's been very controlled, reviewed by the upper levels of the Scientology Church and made sure that only the information they want to get out is on their website where whereas a, a member may accidentally reveal something that they don't want to be revealed. And there's more as you get up in the levels of Scientology the that is about the more clear, secretive. The, the thing about the clear thing, you know, like I don't know what level you have to get to to be clear. Um, she, that, would, she didn't make that yeah, clear. She, she would not make that clear. But it's, you know, <laughs> and I guess religions do this across the board. You have saved and unsaved. But clear and unclear, I mean, does that mean you and I are not clear? Presumably, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. And I would guess, now I'm just guessing, going out on a limb, please correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I would guess that you can only be clear for so long, right? Because the, the, the Thetans are going to come back. Yeah. You're going to have bad experiences, and that'll create the Thetans or whatever, and then you're going to need to get cleared again. It's just like wearing pants. They get dirty after a while. <laughs> Except it's not a quarter to, uh, to clean out your Thetans. It's probably maybe a quarter, $2,500 or something like that. I don't know. I don't know what to expect, and she wouldn't give us a clear answer. Uh, Let's continue, though. Pat is on the line, listening also in Clearwater to WFLA. Hello, Pat. Hello. How are you? Great. What's on your mind tonight, Pat? Well, I want to talk about Scientology since I'm a Scientologist. You are? Do you know know Chris? No, I actually don't. Okay. Um, So, uh, but I've been hearing, you know, about your show, so I wanted to find out. Oh, great. Call in and give some... Since it's free talk, I imagine you let me talk freely. Well, it all depends. I didn't really get that it was totally free because you already have... No, no, no. You'll get to bring up whatever you want, and then we'll respond to it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I did, did because I'm waiting on the phone here that um, you asked the question, what is clear? Yeah. What does that mean? What is clear? Well... I think she tried to tell you, which is you don't have irrational reactions to situations. Like, for example, people 
and it is based on the book Dianetics, The Modern Science of Mental Health, which says you have a reactive mind. Like you, a person wants to analyze. Pat, I'll tell you what. I have more questions. I want to know more. Hold that thought. We will come right back to you. There's nothing we can do about it. 1-800-259-9231. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Hopefully Pat will hang with us here because I've got a lot more questions about what it means to be clear and how much money it takes to get to be clear. Free talk. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site completely free. Enjoy those on us. We've got news updates. You will be kept in the loop as to what's going on with Free Talk Live. You can do it in different ways. We will send you emails, or you can follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up. It's free, of course. That's news.freetalklive.com. The Ruger Gunsight Scout Rifle is designed to meet the Scout rifle criteria of hunt, fight, and defend. An affordable, versatile, and reliable rifle. It delivers 10 rounds of 308 Winchester performance in a variety of situations. It's compact, lightweight, and accommodates a host of optics. It's a serious rifle for those serious about rifles. The perfect do-it-all bolt-action rifle where rugged, reliable Ruger meets practical tactical. The Ruger Gunsight Scout Rifle. The one rifle you have to have if you can have only one. Visit Ruger.com or stop by your local firearms dealer today. So we've been talking with uh, some Scientologists here uh, this hour, thankfully, because we've had a bunch of critique in the first hour. And yep. now we're actually hearing from some of the uh, the people in the church. Uh, last lady, uh, one of the last uh, callers we said, uh, had told us she was clear. And we wanted to know a little bit more about what it means to be clear, how much it costs to get clear. And she was talking about how uh, essentially, is my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong here, that it basically means that she doesn't, I guess, respond negatively to... External stimuli was that kind of that was it the yeah. idea. So we're going to bring Pat back on here because we ran out of time in that last segment. And Pat, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm still with you. Now, Pat, but if I sit, if we're taking control here, could I just take control for one quick second? Just go right ahead with your thoughts. Quick, thank you so much. Well, in order for someone to really understand something, there's a basic principle in Scientology, by the way, which means study of knowledge, and that is they have to have some kind of affinity for it. They have to find something they can agree with about it and then communicate on it. So in order to understand Scientology a little bit, let us at least give me some benefit of the doubt that I've been a Scientologist for since 1979, okay. and I've found some benefit in it. And after all, this is America. So I would defend your right to be a libertarian, and hopefully you defend my right to be a Scientologist. Absolutely. You have a full right to so be a Scientologist, but I, that still doesn't mean I don't have questions. So tell me no, a little bit more. What, you can have questions. What level are you? Well, actually, I, I don't know. Do you know what that means, by the way, when you ask me that question? Well, I'm curious. I mean, I, I, I don't know precisely what it means, but right. I, I would think if you well, said... I, I, because it isn't like... I don't know what you mean by that either. You're asking me... 
what level I am. But what is you your don't grade? Really know what, but you don't really know what that means. Well, but, why don't you tell me? Please. Okay, is it against good. the rules well, to tell? Well, in Scientology, Scientology, you're dealing with the person as a spiritual being who is trying to reach a higher plane and does that on a, in a gradient way by one through education of understanding better about who they are and, you know, what are the basic principles of living. And that in itself, that education actually increases the person's ability to uh, live a better life, to communicate better with others, to be more ethical, more responsible, and more rational. Now, that all sounds nice, but that that all sounds good. Now, at Mm -hmm. what point... How much money do you have to spend in the Scientology right, church to get clear. to that? You spend as much or as little as you want. Maybe you don't spend anything. Maybe you just well, that sounds book. pretty good, but then why would yeah, I want to advance? Just, why, would I, why would I want to advance to any, these levels like, that cost more money? Such, such anyone, just in any religion, or whether you're in the Libertarian Party, or you're trying to reach different goals. I, as a Scientologist myself, why I got into Scientology, I wanted to improve my life, and I saw something that was very practical that I could use to do that. Now, if I, I can, Pat if, if, Pat, if I can reach uh, greater spiritual planes, and I find that it's a fine idea. I like the idea of evolving spiritually. Uh, if I can do that on my own uh, with, by reading books and do it for very, very low cost, why would I want to advance? What is the interest in advancing because to you're, clear? You're dealing, with, you're, de- you're dealing with different people. You're dealing with individuals. For example, in Scientology, we're talking about millions of people who want to improve their lives. Some of them, you know, go all the way, or some of them. Do so it what you're saying is, you can't improve thing. past a certain point unless you take, you know, unless you spend the money to go not through these all. audits. Not, that's not what I'm saying at all. You just reinterpreted what I said. Well, what I'm just I trying to get, make is, it clear. If that's what no, I do, if I, when I hear some Pat no, to, clear, no, to communicate, clarifying. No, I'm Pat. When because, no, you're making it muddier. Well, then you're make it clear muddy. for me. Well, fine. Let me explain to you. A person wants to understand better about themselves and others, mm-hmm. and they accept it or they don't. You don't have to, you know, but I accept it, and so I know the benefit of it. I know what it does for me. I've been a Scientologist. That's great. Now, Pat, yeah, I, so, I've got a question about these yeah. levels. When, when one steps... What levels? Uh, uh, there, there seems Clear, to be... Clear, OT3, OT8. And there are grades within. But you, don't, you don't know what you're talking about. You're right, about, I don't. That's so, why I want to yeah. ask a question about them. Go, go for it. Ask a question. <laughs> so um, the, the, the question is, when one steps into sort of the, uh, the, the, the Scientology process, do different people mm-hmm. step in at different levels, or does everybody start in at, at grade kindergarten? Good question. Well, to understand, yes, you do have to start at some point to understand where you are, and you, you move up in Scientology. That's true. So do people walk around in more uh, – people, normal – what do you call them, muggles? People. Uh, people, people that are not uh, people. Scientologists. Uh, okay. Scientologists, uh-huh. Well, no, no, people, no, people who are not Scientologists. Uh, we'll call uh-huh. them muggles for this purpose um, here. Why? I don't call people muggles. Okay, I, I understand that. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to use terminology that I no, understand. No, you're not. You're, you're, okay, The fine. unchurched. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so the okay, unchurched. Whatever. What church do you belong to? I'm a Quaker. Um, okay, so, excellent. I think Quakers are excellent people, and they believe in freedom of religion, and they be, they're actually very nice people. Sure, I've and there are no levels Quakers. in the Quaker religion either. Yeah, some Quakers. I understand. Yeah. I understand. So, and I, all right. So I it's the question, Pat. Are, Shh, hold on. Mark's got a question. When, uh, <laughs> so, so are there people <laughs> no, walking your around? Question is going to become. 
that your question is going to become some way to make me feel less or to make science. You can feel however not. you want. Yeah. I, uh, I okay. hope not. You're in charge of okay. how you feel, Pat. The, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Go when, for it. So, uh, You're going to pe- try, but I won't get there. Go for it. So when people are walking around in sort of normal everyday life, do they walk around in more and less states of clear just sort of by themselves? Or do they need the Scientology process to in order to uh, get clear, I guess is what my question is. Is there is there somebody who walks around clear without ever having uh, been in the Scientology process? You know, I can't speak for every single person on the planet and where they are exactly. But I can tell you some people are more able than other people. People come in at, you know, different levels. Like, for example, your communication is different than my communication level and the person next to you or Chris's communication level, you but, see? Okay, but you're it's talking like about like a communication level. You're not talking – point of information here. You're talking about communication levels and uh, levels of ability by an individual. You're not talking about the levels of Scientology. You can't enter Scientology as an OT3, can you? Because you're talking about Scientology itself as Right. So what level are you within Scientology? Well, you know what? I don't actually want to tell you that. Are you prevented from telling us by by the rules? rules. No, no, no. I don't want to tell you because you're going to try to invalidate what I I don't know anything about it. I can't (laughs) invalidate (laughs) it. Curious. Let me tell you. Well, let me explain to you. Scientology means study of knowledge. And if you want people out there, for people out there to understand. How much have you spent so far? In the th- last 30 years. very much. And you must not Probably. be very high level then. Thank I you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. Very interesting. 1-800-259-9231. I think she was trying to make it as clear as she could. I, you know, I mean, it, it seems to me you've got a bias here, my, my what? friend. 1-800-259-9231. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That was, she was trying to make it clear? It's Free Talk Live. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpaks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything that's on your mind at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features there for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Uh, By the way, you can, uh, speaking of our website, uh, those features include listening options. Live streams are there. Broadband and dial-up versions. You can listen around the clock to the latest episode of Free Talk Live there. Uh, Plus, uh, we've got our list of great radio stations, over uh, 90 radio stations from coast to coast that carry this program. Our satellite free-to-air channel that uh, you can receive. Also, the webcam and the listen lines that allow you to call in and listen from any phone line that can dial long distance. Go to listen.freetalklive.com to learn more. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event is what you want to make of it. There'll certainly be some speeches and a debate, but the, so- the, the boat excuse me, has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and a whole bunch more. 
The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November, but you need to reserve your berth now. We've secured some more rooms, and I can't promise anything after April the 17th. They're as low as about $600, double occupancy. So go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today, cruise.freetalklive.com. So, so far we've had two uh, self-proclaimed Scientologists call the program this evening, and I would say the number one descriptive term for how they have been has been obfuscating. What do you mean? Meaning they have been not really too clear with answering the questions that have been posed. Well, the one lady made a point, and I think that that's, it's a valid point, that um, that we wouldn't know what levels mean. Right, if you wouldn't understand. You well, need to I think be initiated first. Well, I think it's absolutely true. I don't need to understand what the levels mean to hear them answer me to what level they have. Right, All I've asked is, what level are you? Now, one lady did answer that question. The other one did not. And the one lady that did said she was clear. Now, again, I don't claim to know what that means. She explained what she believes it means, and that is something about how she's, uh, I guess, even keel. She doesn't respond uh, negatively emotionally towards uh, the different things in life, I suppose. I'm, I'm sure I'm misspeaking on the actual definition of what clear means. That's, that was my interpretation of what she said. So just out of curiosity, since it doesn't seem like we were going to get any, any numbers whatsoever from these folks, because I'd asked, well, you know, what does it cost to become clear? Well, she didn't want to answer that question. But About.com has an answer from Catherine Bayer at About.com. She says that a rough estimate suggests you'll be paying $128,000 to reach clear in Scientology. Somebody said, and I think that this makes some sense, that uh, if you can't pay, then they have opportunities to work for the organization. It's true. They do offer some auditing services for free for those without monetary means who are willing to be audited by a minister in training. In these cases, Scientology can be quite inexpensive. But it's probably not as good to be audited by a minister in training than it is a, a real deal. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I got my hair cut at uh, one of those places where they're teaching uh, <laughs> folks to cut hair, and they did a fine job. Uh, according to the, uh, th- this piece here, another alternative is to train with a study partner to become an auditor and participate in what they call co-auditing, Mark. That is to say, you audit each other until both of you reach clear. It's much more time-intensive, probably taking many years to complete, but the price tag is lower at about $50,000 hmm. to reach clear. But remember, it doesn't stop at clear. Uh, there are more levels beyond that, and they only list three right, other levels I wonder here. whether... The levels beyond that are also called clear, though. You know, like uh, it's grad. Like to me, clear kind of sounds like graduated. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So even if I I've, gra- I've graduated high school, but if I go on and take courses after uh, college, I can still be in in levels above high school, but I'm still graduated. If you know what I mean. Well, what you do once you become clear, according to this article, is you develop your capability as an operating thetan or an OT. Now, in order, I thought to- thetans were bad. Yeah, I'm confused, Mark. I thought Thetans were bad, too. I guess these so. are the questions that you could have kept the lady on for, so that we could ask some... <laughs> no, 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 that's all right. I'd rather get other people on all to right. well, uh, we do share, have to their, take other calls. share right their thoughts, uh, because she wasn't really being too forthcoming well, let's do that. with the answers. No, no, there's a little more information here all about right. the money. Uh, $33,000 extra. So 128000 is the estimate to get to clear. Another 33000 to reach OT3, and then an additional 100000 to $130,000 to reach OT8, which, according to this story, is the highest level currently available. 
So there's a little bit of information for for you, ostensibly the truth from about.com. But who knows? We'd love to hear your thoughts and your experiences at 800-259-9231. What I'd really like to hear from tonight, if possible, is somebody who is in Scientology but is no more. Now, somebody who is in Scientology but is no more in Scientology would be more forthcoming, I think, with the amount of money that they spent and a little more honest about what it means, what some of these terms are about. Uh, I have a bunch of questions that I just have not managed to make it through. So, All right, 800-259-9231. Uh, let's continue with your phone calls and talk to Jason listening in Clearwater, also to WFLA. Hello, Jason. Hello, thank you for taking my call. Certainly, sir. What's, yeah, what's on like, your mind? I just like I'd like to let you know you've been very fair with those two previous callers, and they just sounded like you know they're a little excited about being on the line. But I'd like to you know help you out, define what clear is, and tell you what level I'm at. I'm actually at OT eight. Oh wow! Is that a, the highest level? Is, is that a big Kahuna? Yeah, well, I'm you know I'm just like a regular person, but I did the work, you know. Okay. And as far as the cost and how much it, it, it varies from person to person. Like they said, if you train, work with somebody with a partner, and you train each other, it can be very inexpensive to get up to clear and to go up the upper levels. Does inexpensive or mean fifty thousand dollars? Pardon me. Does inexpensive mean fifty thousand dollars? Less than that. No. Okay. I think less. I think less than that. And how much know, less you, than that? Can you tell? Can you tell me a fraction? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that if say if somebody is helping out in the organization as part of the staff member mm-hmm. and they're training and they're helping out, they could probably get it done for virtually uh, less than ten thousand. What's what kind of helping out? Like what are the jobs that one? How could long do? does it take? I mean, could I work a regular job and work at the organization? Yeah, you can. You can you know spend there part time. But to put in perspective, the cost is like if you go to a, a um, Ivy League school or actually any one of the better universities in the country, by the time you finish with four years, you know, you're, you've spent about $250,000 Agreed. that education. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, that, that much is true. I think education is usually a waste of money for people as well. But uh, what, what kind of jobs is, are available um, in, the, in the organization? Mostly administrative. You can learn to be an auditor, to be able to audit other people. And uh, you know various other uh, positions, mostly administrative and, and, and office level. So uh, one of the things I wanted to clear up was about that e-meter or the galvanometer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was pretty close and accurate in saying it was a galvanometer, but it's actually a very very precise precision ohmmeter. It's it's incredibly uh, uh, accurate and it's uh, and it's expensive device, just like if you buy a piece of equipment that fits in an aircraft or a scientific laboratory stuff, you know, you're going to get into fives and tens and thousands of dollars. Yep. And so the, the meter, when people hold the meter, the auditor asks a question, he watches the meter, and if there's a certain type of a reaction on the meter, he knows there's emotional charge on the topic that we're talking about now. Not that the person is lying, but here's emotional charge. Let's explore this. And let me give you an example of what an engram is so you get an idea. Say, for example, there's a little kid. and A lady with red hair comes by and has got a dog. And so he waves at the dog. And the dog comes and attacks that little boy. That little boy gets damaged and hurt, goes unconscious. And the lady runs over and screams at the kid, you know, you're just a bad kid. And, uh, you know, the, the kid is laying there bleeding unconscious. The important part is being unconscious because it's sort of like being hypnotized. And what people say around you goes into that lower level of the mind. Then the father comes up and yells at the kid, you're a loser. The kid is 
still unconscious. So they you know, bring the kid to the hospital, patch him up, he comes back awake. But what's set in the lower level of his mind is two things. He's a bad boy and he's a loser. So what happens, he tends to create that in his life. And in an engram, just like a dog that gets hit on a corner, in a particular corner in the street, that dog will never go back to that corner again. It will walk a half a mile around in order to avoid that corner where it got Jason, can you stick with us? Because I've definitely, you know, you're the highest level, one of the highest level Scientologists, apparently, and uh, you seem to be a little more forthcoming than the last few callers. So would you mind hanging on with us? No problem. More with Jason here in a moment at 800-259-9231. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there completely free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, once again, that's freetalklive.com. If you would like to help support this program, you can go to promote.freetalklive.com to find a whole list of things that you can do from printing out flyers and business cards to web graphics and banners, uh, which you can add to your website or your blog. Go to promote.freetalklive.com to get a list of those things. Uh, again, most of them are free or very low cost. That's promote.freetalklive.com. Dot com. We've been talking mostly about Scientology, but also about just kind of in general organized religions uh, and, and cults as well, which are just smaller versions of organized religions. And so we're talking about Scientology, though, for the most part. We've actually had this hour some time Scientologists call in, all of them from uh, Clearwater, which is a real kind well, of where our stronghold. Yeah, well, also our, we have a big station there. Right oh, yeah, now. WFLA. Is a, our, it's a, it is our biggest uh, market, actually. Yeah, there's nothing conspiratorial about that. No, certainly not. And so we've had folks calling in from... Uh, from the Church of Scientology. And the first two callers were relatively obfuscating towards uh, the questions we were, a- we were asking them. But now we have someone who claims to be an OT8. Now, OT stands for Operating Thetan, which is you know their, one of their terminologies. Um, but the 8 is the, apparently the highest level, at least as of the, the About.com article I was reading earlier. And so let's bring him back here. Uh, Jason, listening in Clearwater to WFLA. Jason, is it true that the OT8 is indeed the highest level in the organization? Yes, that's the highest level that's available right now and, and you know, possibly future levels. So let me give you an idea of what it's like being an OT8. You know, when I was in college or high school, I'd have a dream or idea about something. I wanted to do something or I wanted something to happen. And, you know, it wouldn't necessarily happen or not. I got into positive thinking and all of that. And then sometimes what happens. Now when I'm OT8, I want something to happen, especially if it's something good for a lot of people or myself or family. And, you know, I kind of uh, wish for it and, and I intend that for it to happen. And happens more almost magically it's like my power and ability to make things happen good things happen is increased and so that's one of the things like out of out of our ota besides the ability i mean just just being a lot happier about life now that that you know, that is a nice thing to have happen that's uh it's, it sounds like having wishes come true manifesting your desires exactly. in a very fast manner that's but very interesting now I, I now i thought thetans were bad how come folks in the higher levels are called operating thetans 
Okay, now, uh, a thetan is not a bad thing. It just comes from the Greek letter theta, which means thought, which means, you know, spirit, something that's non-material. And Hubbard wanted to get away from the idea of a soul or a spirit or, or you know, whatever, you know, that, that immaterial life force that's in people. And he wanted to put his own specific name on it to differentiate it so it wouldn't get mixed up with all the other religious terms. And the fact that's what happens in Scientology is that they got so much lingo and so much jargon, and you get into it for a while, and that's the only way you can talk. You can tell from the two previous callers, you know, all these terms they're throwing in, they're reactive, blah, 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 all that stuff. It's like if you're going to, you know, build a house or remodel your house, you start talking to a contractor, he's throwing all these terms about yeah. being foundation. You don't know what the heck he's talking about. So they get so excited about it. They pull all of those terms in, and what I'm trying to do is avoid those technical terms and just play to explain it in very simple terms. Thank you. And getting back to the example that I was talking about, this kid got attacked by a dog with the, with the red-haired woman there, and he goes unconscious, and the father uh, says, you're a loser, and the lady yells at the kid, you're a bad boy. So this kid grows up feeling like a loser, and he can't win at anything. Because that command from his father, you were a loser, goes in on a hypnotic level, and it forms and makes him behave that way. And you're a bad boy, so he starts doing bad things. He hates dogs. He sees dogs, he'll kick dogs, he'll shoot dogs. And the funny thing is, when he gets around red-haired women, he gets this feeling, I mean, he just doesn't want to have anything to do with them. So you can see, this can alter completely a person's life. So that they're a loser, they do bad things, and they hate women with red hair. Mm -hmm. We have an auditing session and go back over this event and pull it up from the deep, deep levels of the mind, which is called reactive mind because it just produces reactive behavior. You pull it up, you examine it, and take a look at it. It's a son of a gun. That's why I don't like uh, red-haired uh, women, and that's why I always feel like a loser, and that's why you know I've gotten into so much trouble. And boom, that disappears, and life is so you can imagine you get a ton of those things that have a really significant effect in, in your life. You know, things that said, they said to you were in bed by sick by your mama, and your mama said, oh, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid. You get afraid. And until that's looked at and examined and released, you'll be afraid in life. You get rid of all of that stuff, and you have no more of those major influences there. You're in the state of clear. Jason, got it. That is a great explanation, I have to say. Thank you for that. Um, Now, you'd mentioned L. Ron Hubbard, and here's a quote that I find disturbing uh, that is is attributed to him. It's, the way to make a million dollars is to start a religion. I want a million dollars, but I don't want somebody making it off of me. And it sounds uh, rather mercenary. Uh, I'm sure you've had this question before. What's what's your response? Yeah, you know, being in the organization a long time, I see they're not interested in getting people's money just for the sake of the money. And I think he is more or less, you know, uh, jokingly said that. And uh, which is, you know, kind of like it's unfortunate that he may have said something like that, but I understand it. From being in Scientology, the focus is not making the money. Quotes can be taken out of uh, context. It's certainly true. Um, and, you know, that, that, that sounds like as good, as good an explanation as one can make for a statement like that. What about yes. the, um, the title suppressive person and the policy of fair game? Okay. The a suppressive uh, person is somebody which just holds other people down. Do you ever get around a person that you just, you know, you just don't like? You feel funny around yeah, him. Sure, sure. You walk away from him and you say, like, you know, you know, you feel like you've been slimed. The person said something to you, you know, like, 
I mean, you see, you're sitting there doing a painting, and you know, it's, you know, a, a, a mean aunt leans over and she says, you know, everybody can't be a great artist. So what the hell is that? I mean, that's. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't know if I said a bad word. You know, so what the heck is that? You can say hell. Uh, you know, so, wait, what was the other thing, Mark? Oh, I'm sorry to, to kind of roll this on here, but we are running yeah. short on time. We're, we are very um, short. But the church was calling people suppressive persons, and, and apparently there used to be a policy of fair game. And some have stated that this is essentially like putting a hit on someone. Oh, yeah. They retracted that. I think he was, at the time that that was written, he was so ticked off because he's been attacked from lots of other people. And so he rescinded that policy, okay. and it doesn't work. And discovered you don't pay attention to those type of things. You keep on doing the things that are good, that work, promote the organization, help people, train people. That makes and sense. So, I, I like the positivity that you've been explaining yeah, this here. This has been great, Jason. Uh, I don't know if, you know, if I'm not going to join the church, but, uh, you know, nonetheless. Well, there's, there's not one nearby. Anyway. I think that your explanation has been uh, very useful. And you know, if, if you're going to stay positive, and if that's what the church is, is ostensibly focused on today, then why the lawsuits? Uh, are they still suing people uh, right and left? Because it's, it, Scientology is kind of known as a very litigious organization where, you know, if somebody prints something about them that they don't like, they bring uh, lawyers to bear. Uh, yeah, it's more or less protective. And it's not so much aggressive, the more protective mode. So that things are set straight, that somebody doesn't get off, you know, into a real wild tangent about Scientology. And Scientology itself, well, let me tell you a story that, uh, you know... I wish we had time for stories. We really don't. But wouldn't you say that... Um you know that, that uh, you know if you're, if you're just protecting Scientology, why is why do you need to be protected from people saying things about the religion that the religion's elders don't like? I mean, well, you know, I haven't I haven't heard of any lawsuits recently. Yeah, it it, it was an older practice. Okay, okay, the the That's big good. one, the big one here, Jason yeah. Zenu. Oh, that you know that's out of context. You know, that's uh, some stuff that. That's kind of, I mean, if I were to describe for you how a microchip works and how it's created at different levels and all the interconnections of that, and you start using throwing around the terms, it wouldn't make much sense to you. And at this level, it it, it doesn't make any sense. But that's that's uh, some character or, or something or other that was uh, from the past. So that's you know. I wouldn't be concerned about that right now. At what point do you uh, come into the uh, the Xenu slash space alien part of the story? I mean, when, at, what, at what level do they introduce that? Well, that I'm going to have to, to beg off on. All right, fair enough. Yeah, you've been very responsive on everything else. Yeah, and I just really telling me you're not going to be responsive is responsive me, as far as I'm me, concerned. Let me tell you why. Quick. Okay. He, because what he did, he made a lot of stuff, open knowledge, People started monkeying around with the data that he had and the techniques that he gave people. And they started creating damage, psychic damage in people. And he said, that's it. This is stuff that's going to be, you know, used at the appropriate time, appropriate tools. People are sufficiently trained not to handle it so people don't get hurt. We were talking about high crimes before. One of the high crimes is... Jason, got no, got no more time, man, but I really appreciate the information. We've got you. more time for your call, if you're not Jason, which Hour 3 is coming up next. So dial in. It's Free Talk Live. It's the shirt you wear most. An essential in any professional man's wardrobe. It's the white dress shirt. And for over half a century... 
the Paul Frederick White Pinpoint Oxford dress shirt has set the standard for quality, comfort, and style. It regularly starts at $40 or more, but we're so confident that it will become your favorite shirt, we're making it available at the exclusive introductory price of only $19.95. Go to 1995shirt.com and choose our classic button-down with button cuffs or our traditional street collar with either button or French cuffs. Choose from regular, trim, and big and tall sizes with 55 combinations of collar and sleeve lengths for an exact fit. Order today and you'll also receive free monogramming and $8.50 value. Go to 1995shirt.com right now to order your Paul Frederick White Pinpoint Oxford dress shirt for just $19.95. Enter promo code TUCK. That's 1995shirt.com. Promo code TUCK. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you'd like. The toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site completely free. So head on over there and enjoy those on us. Remember, those other talk show hosts want to charge you for their sites. I think you'll find that freetalklive.com gives you more for free than those other sites even charge you for. Go and see for yourself. At freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. All right. uh, For those of you just tuning in, we have been talking about, for the most part, Scientology throughout uh, the entire show, but that you don't have to stay on Scientology. Yeah, you can call in and talk about anything you want. Right. It's still Free Talk Live. But uh, also, if you want to talk about a different uh, organized religion slash cult, whatever your experience has been, uh, especially if you're a Scientologist who's been in and is now out of Scientology, it'd be interesting to have that perspective as well. Because last hour, we actually heard from three different people claiming to be Scientologists. The first two were less than helpful with their answers. And the third one was very, very uh, informative as far as answering our questions. Yeah, I feel like he kind of summed everything up personally. But, uh, you know, if I'd love to hear more. Uh, so we want to hear from you. 800-259-9231. As we continue uh, taking your phone calls, I believe we've got Jason listening in Clearwater. Uh, no, excuse me. That was Jason. Uh, we actually already talked to Jason. Let's talk to Sean in uh, South Carolina. Sean, you're on Free Talk Live. Sean, are you there? Yeah, still here. You are on the air, sir. Go ahead with your thoughts. Hi. Um, I was just wondering, uh, you, you've been talking about Scientology for, uh, for most of the show here. Yes, sir. Um, and you, I know that uh, a little while ago before the, was it Jason uh, that just called in and had all the information and stuff? Yeah. Um, there were a lot of questions and things like that. Um, I remember uh, a couple years back when uh, the anonymous group um, hacked all of the Scientology stuff. Um, they wound up getting a lot of the, the documentation, and they actually got a full copy of the auditor's manual. Mm-hmm. And I know you can find it online. It's, it's a really interesting read. Um, I, I, I would actually send it to you right now, but I'm in the middle of running a delivery of a pizza driver. Um, <laughs> You're but, obviously uh, not clear enough. Just um, kidding. Oh, uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's a Scientology joke you know, for those of you just tuning in. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, it's got a lot of really interesting information. It talks about uh, it, it does a, goes into a lot more detail about the levels and um, you know what all has to be done to get to the next level. And mm-hmm. I think there's actually a segment in there that actually talks about how much um, how much they should charge per auditing session and things like that. And and it, it pretty much 
uh, covers everything that uh, that you've been wondering about. Um, if you want, if I can dig it up, I can send it over to you so you can poke around at it. Yeah, I mean, by all means, you certainly can. Uh, you can send okay. it to you can send it to either Ian or Mark at freetalklive.com, or you can just post a link to it if you want over at freetalklive.com. Okay. Yeah, that's the best thing to do because that way other people can see it and uh, right. share, share it around. Honestly, you know, uh, you know, we could anyone could go ahead and research and find out more about Scientology than we're going to find out tonight on a three-hour radio show by doing their mm-hmm. own thing on the uh, the internet. What we're doing is we're talking about it. Oh yeah, yeah, very interesting. But Anything I- else that you want to share about that? Um, no, that, that was pretty much it. I, I wanted to just pitch that out there, so uh, I, I wasn't sure if you all had, had heard about you know everything that had gone on with that, but uh, I wanted to pitch it out there if you guys wanted to, to get some more information. And I can, uh, when I get home tonight, I can definitely pitch it over to you and uh, see what you think, and, and yeah. uh, you guys can talk about it in a later show, maybe. Yeah, hop on by uh, freetalklive.com, and there's a submit show prep link there. That'll allow all of our other listeners to experience it as well, and I appreciate okay. your call tonight, Sean. Thank you, sir. Not a problem. Yep, Thank 800-259-9231. We got a Hunter calling from our hometown of Sarasota, Florida. Hunter, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, Hunter. What's on your mind? I'm calling in as a Christian. Um, I had a couple questions that I'm hoping you guys will ask the Scientologists. And I think the one woman that you spoke to earlier, Pat, I think it was her name. Mm -hmm, Um, I think I heard her before. I think she's a spokesperson for them. So she Hmm. really has a lot of knowledge on what goes on. But I'm curious. um, I'd like to ask a Scientologist, who is her God? Because they always skirt the question. And also, what happens as soon as a Scientologist dies? Because that's um, Hmm. something that, uh, you know, that would be something very interesting for me as a Christian to hear what they think versus what I believe. Well, the, yeah, it was uh, Jason said they don't believe in a soul, um, but at the same no, he time, he wanted they were, his own term for it. I think is what he was uh, saying that L. Ron Hubbard wanted. Right. Well, at, so, at the same time, they were talking about spiritual evolution and uh, and so on. So let's see. The questions were: What happens when you die? And what was yeah. the first one? The first one is: Who is her God? Because I can never, you know, I've heard other people interview Scientologists, and when you ask them that question. You know, they just don't have an answer. Do you think that, um, I mean, so Scientology is a church and it's a religion. Do you need mm-hmm. to have a God in order to be a religion? Um, well, as a Christian, I would say yes. No, okay, the answer is no. Because I feel I, so I'm actually asking from a re- legal standpoint, but I'm, I'm in, I'll, I'll, take your, uh, I'll take your moral uh, answer if you'd like it. Yes, and I'd say even as um, having a religion, um, yes, I would say that, that you would pretty much have to have a God, because otherwise you could just, you know, be anything and collect money and get tax write-off. What's wrong with that? Well, I don't think you do have to have a God. I mean, the definition, uh, the primary definition of religion is a set of beliefs concerning the cause, nature, and purpose of the universe, now, especially when considered as the creation of a superhuman agency or agencies, usually involving devotional and ritual observances and often containing a moral code governing the conduct of human affairs. Do you think you could have instead a, 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 a concept like truth as your God? Hmm. Well, look at all the crime that's going around uh, across the country, I'd say in the last 20, 30 years, and we're taking out the Ten Commandments out of the uh, um, all the courts and taking prayer out of schools. And when you look at all those things, you can see the moral decay of America. Actually, crime um, is on the decline right now. It, was, uh, it, it, it peaked in 79 or 80, and it's now on the decline. Um, so... You know, maybe, uh, and there are many countries in in Western Europe that have far less, uh, you know, relig- far fewer religious folks, and they have less crime too. Well, I would say, I, okay, I would agree with you. Crime could be down, but I think moral decay is definitely up. Well, what's moral, moral decay? Moral decay. 
Moral decay. Um, the, the divorce rates, um, abortions, the um, just, you know, things, things in general that uh, we used to hold dear and true traditions, Christmas, Easter, you know, let's take Christmas, Christ out of Christmas. Um, well, I, you know, I, I, I feel like this is how I always feel when I talk to Christians uh, about this Christmas issue is that there's a war on Christianity. I mean, it's the biggest religion in, in the world. Um, and if I don't want to say Merry Christmas, instead, I want to say Happy Holidays. You know, I don't feel like I'm waging war on anybody, you know? Well, I agree. That's your right. But the fact is there are people that are trying to get it taken out of tradition, such as, you know, parades. that They've done parades. Uh, for so many years, called it the Christmas Parade, and and uh, taking nativity scenes away from courthouses and all those types of things that are going on across the country. Well, the, the problem there is communal property. If I'm forced to pay for a courthouse and I find the whole nativity scene, scene offensive for whatever reason, um, and I'm not saying I do, uh, if, if I'm forced to pay for it, then I should have a say just like anybody else. I don't think if there are 99 people in a town and one, uh, excuse me, there are 100 people in town, 99 of them are Christians and one's an atheist, I don't think that atheist should be, his tax money should go to fund that courthouse if there's going to be a nativity scene there. Doesn't that seem unfair? I mean, why is it why is uh, the democratic process, um, you know, why, why is it okay that 99 people think it's good and the one's wrong and the 99 should be right and the one should be wrong? Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying, but uh, even on private properties you, you hear stories every so often. Um, yeah, people try to go after private property, but it, it's right. never been successful. I mean, sometimes yeah. there'll be vandalism, and I think that's wrong. Um, and, you know, quite frankly, if you're out vandalizing somebody's nativity scene, you could get shot. It's a bad uh-huh. idea. Um, you, know, so- what I th- you know what I see as far as moral decay? Uh, I see moral decay within the Christian church. Now, I am a former Christian. I used to be a Presbyterian uh, back in the day. And uh, kind of my observations over the years as, as an adult uh, has been that the Christians, the people that call themselves Christians— well, I don't are know that you can anything say but a lot of the people a lot of that people. call themselves Christians are anything but uh, Christians, as far as I can tell. They are advocating things like war and killing. And what would Jesus do in that circumstance? Um, are you talking about uh, wars like what's going on overseas? Or? Who would Jesus bomb? Yeah, tell tell I mean, me the person Jesus would bomb. Boy, you know what? I've got that's a good question for someone. Um, Someone that's a pastor. We'll tell you what. We'll we'll bring you back here in a moment. You can answer it if you'd like. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Take control. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me, Mark Edge? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event is what you make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey this November. But you need to reserve your berth now. They're about $600 double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today. Cruise.freetalklive.com. Live, dial in toll free. Bring up anything you want. 800 259 9231. 
And we are equal opportunity critics when it comes to uh, the various different organized religions of the world. Yes, we have been uh, focusing on Scientology for the bulk of the show, but uh, we just people don't really know much about it. So it's and I don't know much about it. It's interesting to talk about. Yeah, it's interesting to learn things. And uh, of course, we've got the uh, Christian on the line with us here. We'll get right back into that. But first, want to tell you about SACL CAI. SACL CAI. It's a company that handles collections. Uh, they do early out billing. They purchase charged off receivables. If you have a company, you didn't intend to get into that company for the purpose of uh, collecting on accounts receivable. Let's take CAI do it. Uh, they will. Uh, they are their employees are trained in treating your customers with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients too. You can't keep clients that you treat poorly. Sakel CAI is the perfect company to handle this for you. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page, SACL CAI. All right, so uh, 800-259-9231, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And uh, by the way, freetalklive.com is where you can go to get interactive in various different ways. We've got the mobile site. If you've got a smartphone, you want to punch up our mobile site to get quick access to our live streams and podcasts, go to m, as in mobile, dot freetalklive.com. That's m dot freetalklive.com as we go back to hunter listening in our hometown of sarasota florida hunter you're back on free talk live with ian and mark now we were kind of getting off you're a christian and uh, you'd had some questions yeah. about scientology which i thought were good questions but we kind of ended up talking more about christianity and how you'd mentioned the moral decay of society uh the, to your observation and i have observed that if anything has morally decayed it has been the the christian religion in that the christians a lot of the christians that we talk to on this program a lot of the Christians that you see on news media being interviewed and, you know, as uh, talking heads on political talk shows and such, well, a lot of these so-called Christians... Same people aren't good interviews, I'm, I'm afraid. You know, if, if, you're, if you do one of these talking heads... We're shows. talking about, like, people like Pat Robertson and others who are, you know, very, very large-profiled Christians, Mark. That's why I'm talking about. People with a, a name, so to speak, and just other Christians that aren't as large-profile, large um, that, that these Christians are not doing what Jesus would do, I don't, I don't think. Uh, they're not... Emulating Jesus, and I thought that's what Christians were supposed to be doing. And I'd ask Christ-like, yeah. And I, and you know, Christ was talking about turning the other cheek and forgiveness and love, uh, in loving thy enemy. And yet, you see Christians all over the place supporting things like war and especially them dirty Muslims, yeah, and aggression, and you know, putting people in jail for drug use or for, uh, for instance, you know, being homosexual or whatever. So, you know, what would what would Jesus do in the case of uh, of bombing people, sir? What do you think about that? All right. Well, there's um, a couple things I'll mention real quick. One, um, and I'm kind of quoting. Um, there's a pastor in. St. Petersburg, Joe Vancouvering has a, a church, Gateway Christian Center. And one of the things he always mentions, um, and is, if I've heard this in his talk before, that uh, um, they said in the end times in the Bible that, that people would have itchy, itchy ears, and they would, um, preachers would not preach sound doctrine in the churches. And that's what you're seeing a lot of going on today in the churches in America. So then, would you say that? Uh, then you would say that as a Christian, you don't believe in aggression, aggressing against other countries and bombing folks. You, well, you, here's something interesting, and, and the one thing, the one thing I could come up with that you asked me about killing, what would Jesus do, or you know, condone mm-hmm. killing? Um, I saw a sermon on television. Believe it or not, a few weeks ago, there's a guy named John Hagee out of Texas. Have you heard of him? Yep, heard the name. All right, he is doing a series on the Ten Commandments right now. And one of the weeks was about thou shalt not um, commit murder, one of the Ten Commandments there. Yeah. And he went over examples, and he would explain it a lot more eloquently than I would. But in the Bible, there was 
um, killing that went on with the wars. And you look at David and Goliath, and, and there's all kinds of examples of, of people dying in the Bible. But, um, but the one thing it, it is definitely the sin, and uh, one of the Ten Commandments is not to commit murder. And, and I just can't think of the exact example he used. Well, usually what they, say, uh, the Bible. what they say about that is that, um, that murder and killing are distinguished. And it's certainly um, – there is a, a distinction between murder and killing. Murder is, in fact, a legalized killing – or uh, an illegal killing, excuse me. And then they, they have uh, legalized killing that the government can do. doesn't inside. matter, though. Turn the other cheek, man. I mean, right. And, guys... and this is the point that I'd like to make to this is the Old Testament, although – the Old Testament is a foundation for the religion of Christianity. It is not the religion of Christianity. It is a you know twenty five hundred year old uh, even more than that three thousand year old uh, religion of you know a uh, you know a mountain god. Um, it, it really doesn't have anything to do with that. Jesus said he came well, to fulfill yes. the law. Yes, but um, if you look at a lot of the prophecies in Daniel and Ezekiel, um, the rebirth of Israel, which who'd have thought that would happen? Yeah, well, it's, 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 it's certainly you know, unusual. Israel was, wasn't around for seventeen hundred years. After 70 AD, and now all of a sudden Israel's a nation. But Israel also came back after Babylon and uh, Assyria. So, I mean, Israel, they could have been talking about those uh, situations, too. They, um, you know, these, when, when you're talking about these, normally these prophets are often making uh, current uh, predictions about their current political situation. They're not really talking about. It. I mean, you got to remember what Yahweh was. Was uh, um, he was in fact the uh, of the, the the pantheon of gods at that time. He was the war god. So um, you would you would have these war god worshippers that say, "Hey, we got to get back. We got to you know th- these colors don't run, baby. We got to kill some mofo's and we got to get our nation back." And that's kind of how they do it. Thanks, uh, Hunter, for the call tonight. I appreciate it. Let's talk to Justin listening in Thomasville, Georgia, to WMTM. Hey, Justin. How you doing? I just wanted to make a couple of comments as a, another Christian yes, on some of the things y'all have been discussing. All right. Who would Jesus bomb? Yes. Um, how, how do you think that he would have reacted to the bombing of Hitler and the Nazis? I don't know. I guess I guess the question I would have to ask with that is, um, you know, why did Paul write that, uh, you know, that these government people are put above us and that God put them there and ordained them. So you've got to obey them. I mean, did God put Hitler there? I think there are there are two types of laws. One is uh, God's law and one's the law of the land. And you should obey the law of the land as long as it doesn't interfere with obeying God's laws. And I I don't think. uh, I would think Jesus an advocate of war to, to, ever. I mean, to, I never heard it, but okay, I think good. the defense of the innocent is is obviously a good thing. Well, not, to turn the other cheek, dude. I mean, that that seems pretty clear to me. Well, when you're talking about the defense of the innocent, right, I but, mean, the, uh, you know, this is this is an interesting idea. But I mean, you know, there's the real world doesn't count when you're a Christian. What the world that counts is the uh, world afterwards. So those innocents are going on to their reward, as it were. I, would I mean, think, couldn't you claim that it's just God's I, will? I don't, well, wait a no, minute. I mean, you could. One could, I suppose. But well, to wait a whole time to answer your question, man, what would Jesus do in the case of you know Hitler or whatever other terrible right. you know Pol Pot or etc.? Uh, yeah. I would think that uh, Jesus would advocate for civil disobedience and uh, non mass non cooperation, which unfortunately didn't really happen like, in that situation. Right, mass non cooperation with Hitler. 
Hey, uh, yeah. That would, that would have led to death, and of course then you'd be a No, it was a cooperation that. that led to death. It was a cooperation of uh, the Jews of Germany <laughs> that led them to their doom, unfortunately. Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing it. from you. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. I mean, you either believe in the principles or you don't, right? I mean, not, turn well, the other cheek seems pretty clear to, to me. To some extent. Uh, Love the, thy enemy. Uh, you know, the, the Jews in Germany wanted to be uh, put into ghettos. That term meant a different thing to them. They wanted the opportunity to live amongst themselves. Uh, people do this all the time. They they want to live near people that believe like them. So if the government tells me to report to the city and uh, you know live in one of their little camp this is areas, what they were hoping for. I'll pass. Thanks. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. You can bring up anything you want. It's a live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. 1-800-259-9231. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, take control of the airwaves, bring up anything you want. This live Saturday edition, joining you tonight, it's Ian and Mark. And we invite you to our website. One of our features there, of course we give you the features free, is our webcam. You can watch, listen, and interact because our chat room is built into the same page as the webcam. So go to cam.freetalklive.com to uh, do that. It's for free, of course. Cam.freetalklive.com. The cam brought to you. MemoryDealers.com. Yeah, MemoryDealers.com. They offer the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers. They're 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers at up to 99% off of list price. They also have great prices and service on used networking equipment such as Cisco routers and switches. It's in stock, ready to ship via overnight delivery. It's MemoryDealers.com. Uh, before we go on with the calls here, Mark, I know you wanted to make a comment quite quick. You know, yeah, yeah. I got to say, war's my favorite to- uh, topic. Being the you know believing what I do that it's a terrible way to solve problems. Um, you know, World War II is the good war. That's the one that you can because you could always point to. Hey, look, Hitler's killing Jews, and he killed a whole bunch of them. I'm not going to say he didn't, but the fact is. It was the United States um, intervention through Woodward, Woodward Wilson who said that he was not going to have any wars of nation building or you know foreign wars and that kind of thing. He he you know pounded in the pulpit and finally got into he was elected on that promise. Yeah, he was elected on that promise. Finally got into to World War One based on the belief that Germany uh, may have uh, done some sabotage here in the United States, and there certainly was some sabotage done. No one knows for certain, who, uh, you know, who uh, or if they were working for any particular nation. Uh, Germany was talking to Mexico about an invasion, as if the United States couldn't handle an invasion from Mexico. Um, but as a result, Woodrow Wilson decided, well, let's get into uh, World War One. Because of the uh, because the United States got into World War One, it tipped the balance between these uh, two powers that were fighting to the point that it was basically yep. there was a decisive end. And Germany and the Central Powers got tricked um, through the armistice. And essentially, this is why a guy like Hitler, because the German people felt it, it, they were jilted, they were cheated, and, and they because they felt jilted, a guy like Hitler was able to rise to power. So. If you're going to point out that World War II is the good war, and admittedly, 
That might be true. However, what you need to understand is the United States created that situation. I wouldn't say it was uh, good in that uh, the United States also ang- angled itself into World War II and created itself and put itself there uh, by essentially goading the Japanese into attacking them. It, well, that's a you know, fact. They, that, that much is there. It's it's there, right? Like there's the yeah. memos and things like that. But if you hold your chin out to somebody and say, "Hey, hit it, hit it." And they go ahead and hit it. It's still their aggression, not yours. Not quite the same as what they did, Mark. They did actually, you know, have a, essentially a financial uh, there was blockade. A boy, th- there was a, an embargo, but the embargo was if, if you believe in the idea of nation states, then some people will I do say, not. right? I understand you don't. And then people will say that uh, the nation states control everybody in it, and those were United States companies that were embargoed from sending oil over to Japan. Let's continue here. Uh, you can bring up what you want. Let's talk ch- first to Trey, listening in Charleston to WSC-FM. Hello, Trey. Trey, listening in Charleston. Hey, uh, hey guys. I was actually doing a, a term paper on modern anti-authoritarian. Quick question, Trey. I apologize. Are you list- Are you like talking to us on like a headset or something? It's uh, in-car Bluetooth. Okay. Sounds awful. <laughs> um. I was actually just wondering if you guys had any good source material, web resources, books, or anything on any kind of modern anti-authoritarian movement. A modern anti-authoritarian movement? In general. um, Not any particular movement. I mean, I know you guys would be more or less in that category with the Free State Project. So I didn't know... um, I knew a lot more about, you know, primitive anarchist thinkers like Proudman and Bakunin and stuff like that. And I've got all that research. I just haven't been able to find too much cohesive research on the uh, influence on the modern anti-authoritarian. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> so so you're looking for an answer outside of the Free State Project? I mean, the Free State Project being um, a, a movement of thousands of like-minded, liberty-oriented people all forming, uh, all moving toward one place, which is New Hampshire, which is why Mark and I moved here four years ago. So something that – would that have answered your question had you not already have known about the Free State Project? I had, I had actually already incorporated the Free State Project in the paper. I was just looking for if you guys knew of any other movements that were similar, just any other – good thinkers who put out you know papers or periodicals or yeah books yeah yeah, yeah. Look, there are plenty of uh, people that are writing articles or writing uh, periodicals about you know liberty or anti-authoritarianism if you want to want to put it that way it's certainly more of a negative way to uh, to put the same idea um but lewrockwell.com have you been there no, no, I have. Okay, LouRockwell.com is probably the premier liberty-oriented opinion piece website. It's uh, L-E-W-Rockwell.com. There are new articles up there every single day. And uh, we've met Lou Rockwell. He's a really nice guy. He's actually the president of the Mises Institute. Uh, maybe you're familiar with Mises as one of the uh, the older, uh, I guess, thinkers from the 20th century. Ludwig von Mises. Yeah, Ludwig von Mises. And uh, Lou Rockwell is, I guess, one of his protégés, and he's now running the Mises Institute down in Auburn. So that might be a place to look. Very good, Trey. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. LouRockwell.com, incredibly popular website. Yeah, it's a a very popular website. Uh, So so we continue here. And heck of a nice guy, too. He actually came up and visited New Hampshire. I missed it. Stopped here in in the studio. Where were you for that one? I don't know. Out in Florida, trotting. You know us. Uh, you know us. Talk show hosts. <laughs> Margarita in one hand, babes by the pool. Yeah, right. Uh, so we will uh, continue taking your calls. Tariq is listening in uh, Virginia to WVTS. Hello, Tariq, or excuse me, West Virginia. Oh, hey. hey Tariq. Um, a couple callers ago, there was a caller who claimed to be a Christian, and it was, you know, he had this kind of a rat trail. He went on about how. People are oppressing Christians and trying to ban Christmas and the war on Christmas and everything. And I just want to bring up um, 
the fact that Christmas doesn't really have anything, in my opinion, um, that's specifically mentioned by Christ. It's not even a... You're I mean, I, I don't even understand why Christians are, make a big deal about it, because it's, it's just the pagan religion that the, it's a pagan holiday that the Christians just decided to Christianize, and it's, it's almost like, it's not, I don't understand why people take it so sacred. It's, but it's, it's ours really, now. It's tradition. <laughs> the reason why they take it sacred yeah. is because it's tradition. Yeah. I, no one taught me when I was growing up as a Christian that Christmas wasn't, hey kids, this wasn't originally our idea, this was the pagans' idea, and we borrowed it from them. Well, no, look, they never teach you that. It, it's just accepted as though this has been the way it's always been. And you have to understand the sort of traditionalist mindset. Traditionalists are traditionalists because it's the tradition. So if these people were um, sitting around in, uh, well, you know, call it 100 A.D., they would have considered the Christians to be this dirty rabble on the street that we want nothing to do with. Because, you know, I mean, that's that's how traditionalists are. Now that Christianity is the big religion in the world, and one of them has to be, um, that, you know, the folks that are Christians now consider the rest of the, uh, the these religions to be dirty rabble and should be ignored. Yeah, but even in, even in, like, the historical record that we have of Christianity— in the past, like, uh, two or three hundred years. I mean, we, we even had Christians that tried to ban Christmas, like Puritans. Like, it, within New England, like, hardly anyone celebrated Christmas. You would never have seen, like, Christmas trees or anything like that. Christmas it's, is actually only, like, a hun- really a hundred years old. I mean, if you're looking at, uh, you know, what we call Christmas today, and it's certainly... Exactly. Yeah, you know, it, within the, the past few decades, um, you know, handful of decades, it's really become a big deal. You only need a few generations for a tradition to become sacred. Yeah, people, that much though. is true. I just think if someone's becoming ideological like that, it's really retarded because it's not. It, it has no ideological basis for it. There's no like, like Jesus wasn't even born. Uh, you're right. I mean, people love their traditions. That's all it is. It's just a tradition. In the same way that if people stopped getting married as frequently, people would be upset about that too, because marriage is such a, a socially acceptable and accepted uh, tradition. Uh, if that started to change, then there would also be people who are outraged about that as well. Um, so you know, you know, if, if people stop doing Halloween, people would be upset about that too. So it just all depends. Of course, it probably wouldn't be as uh, people probably wouldn't be as angry about Halloween because there isn't really a religion that kind of props that one up. So yep. it's likely that Easter... You don't hate the baby Jesus if you don't want to do Halloween. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Tariq, for the call. I appreciate it. 800-259-9231. But there are the many number. Christian uh, denominations, Quakers among them, um, I know that uh, the, the Jehovah's Witnesses do it too, that do not recognize days. Um, that uh, they, they believe that considering one day over another is contrary to God's word. They have scriptural foundation for that. So, um, you know... They recognize is, days? They do not recognize like specific days. One day isn't more or important than others, so they gotcha. don't celebrate holidays or or uh, birthdays or anything like that. And they can tell the other religious folks why they're wrong. All right, more coming up here. Uh, you can take control. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. gold.freetalklive.com. 
This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain, but I'm not going to give you the phone number because we're loaded up on calls. If you're on the line, we'll do our best to get you on here in these remaining moments. And joining you tonight, as always, it's Ian and Mark. Live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live, inviting you to our website at freetalklive.com. You may shop with us should you like to support this program. You can go to shop.freetalklive.com. To do that, uh, and that'll allow you to shop through our affiliate links for both Newegg and Amazon, two of the most popular internet retailing websites. Amazon, probably the best place uh, at which to shop because we get a pretty decent chunk of Amazon's profits when they enter, when you enter through our affiliate links there at shop. Dot freetalklive.com. All you do is you go to shop.freetalklive.com, pick the, the appropriate link for your country, so U.S., Canada, U.K., uh, also Germany. There's links for all of those. And then you click in through the one that's appropriate, and then at that point you just get your shopping done as you normally would. And you can feel good because Free Talk Live will get a portion of the, uh, the purchase price at shop.freetalklive.com. However, there are some things that Amazon can't sell you. Yeah, Liberty stickers, for instance. You can get your Liberty message out to thousands of people a month for fractions of a penny apiece. You could do it from the back of your car with libertystickers.com. They have hundreds and hundreds of different Liberty sayings. You can check them out. Let your voice be heard. Libertystickers.com. I like to go over there and just kind of read through the stickers. I find the sayings to be interesting. Also, if you're going to, you know, gun show, you got a retail place, something like that, Liberty Stickers has a, a bargain for you to set up your own table and sell Liberty Stickers. It's libertystickers.com. Let's continue with your phone calls about what you want. Paul is listening in Washington, D.C. Paul, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Uh, hello, I'm uh, calling basically to uh, contradict and answer some of Jason's statements, which I believe he knows are very well not honest. Hmm. Oh, you're talking about Jason who called a while back. He was the high-level uh, Scientologist guy. Yeah, he doesn't want to talk about all the high-level defectors out of Scientology, like Mike Render and Marty Rathbun and these people who are right next to the current leader who are have left and taking droves of people with them. Hmm. Uh, I don't think he wants to talk about Anonymous, which I protest in front of their building in Washington, D.C. all the time. He talked about how they're no longer involved in litigious lawsuits. There are literally hundreds of cease and desist letters sent out by their law firm against protesters. Their new game is to accuse people of stalking. Uh, they accused one of the protesters here of stalking. They accused one in California of stalking. They accused this guy, Aaron Saxton, uh, of stalking in Australia. Um, they do threaten... They do threaten the press all the time. They hmm. threaten uh, Anderson Cooper. They even came out with a... You can't threaten a man with perfect hair. Uh, you know, yeah, they, you, I don't know if you heard it, but yeah, it's like, Anderson Cooper is a bad man. He wears designer t-shirts and thinks he's slick. That was like in their little video that they made <laughs> up about this guy. And it was absolutely absurd. Wow. Um, I think he probably does wear wear designer T-shirts. And, so, and if I was Anderson Cooper, I'd think I was slick, too. So you're saying this guy was totally playing it down, that these people are still out there using the aggression, the threat of aggression from the state to uh, to intimidate its opponents. He knows it because they, they put this stuff in their common magazines. So it's like, you know, they, they have whole sections dedicated in their magazines to what they call hate groups or people they, they label as bigots because they question human rights abuses in Scientology. In fact, if you were to go on YouTube, you can see a lot of protests. If you just put, like, uh, Scientology protest, hit, or violence. Mm-hmm. And you would see Scientologists in places like Vancouver. Just last week, they beat the hell out of this guy in France. There's pictures of this guy in, in the hospital. Um, just for protesting? Just for protesting. Mm. 
Um, and it's easily something that can be covered. He also didn't want to talk to you about Xenu, right. the Galactic Overlord and OT3. He can't. If you go onto YouTube and you search the audio or you go and do the writings, if a Scientologist tells you about OT3 and Xenu the Galactic Overlord, according to L. Ron Hubbard in his own words in audio and writing, you can get pneumonia and die because you haven't the immunity to hear the truth about where your body Satan This is kind of like the the Christian religion where you can't see God. Um, you know, the, the, it used to be, you know, back in you know the oh, the older part of the the Bible. Um, you know, people would interact with God. Abraham, uh, Joseph, uh, you know, wrestled with him. The, the, uh, Jacob, excuse me, wrestled with him. That kind of thing. And then at some point, it came to the point where you can't see God. Now that we have a little temple tent thing that we've built, only the priests are allowed in there. Interesting. Hey, thanks for sharing that tonight. I appreciate your call, and thank you, sir, for making it tonight at, uh, we, as we continue here taking your calls. Let's talk to Chris listening to KMED out in Oregon. Chris, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Chris, listening to KMED. Chris going once. Chris going twice. Let's try instead. Ed, listening in Tennessee. Ed, you're on Free Talk Live. How are you gentlemen tonight? Hey, Ed, what's on your mind? I've talked to you in a while. Yes, sir. Uh, hey, Mark. How, boy, howdy. Doing good. Uh, <laughs> okay, I want to bust these little Christians and these religions, uh, and I've said it on here before. Religion is regarded by the common people as true, by the wise as false, and by the rulers as useful. Mm. All right, for who was Christians that? And all these, who said that? Uh, one? Seneca, two thousand years ago. Yeah, <laughs> just run through that right. one one more time for me, if you would. Okay, religion is regarded by the common people as true, by the wise as false and by the rulers as useful. Very appropriate. It's been done with every religion okay. throughout the years, and uh, uh, you know the, the yeah, idea it, that your religion it, hey, can't be corrupted is kind of silly. Well, I mean, it's a sham they use it. Okay, here we go for the Christians. Intellectual honesty, holding a conviction supported by valid evidence, delusion, a fixed false belief that is resistant to reason or confrontation with actual facts. Morality is doing what is right no matter what you're told. Faith is doing what you're told no matter what is right. Ooh, nice. And also for the Christians, why hasn't God ever healed an amputee through prayer? <laughs> if y'all seen that, you can look it up. Uh, what does God have against amputees.com or something like that? <laughs> it is funny. Right, um, I'll talk to y'all later. I love you, Ed. Thank you. <laughs> He is the most concise, uh, like one of the most concise, uh, brilliant uh, callers. Well, you know, the, uh, the, the faith healers, I, I'm, there are many Christians out there that really don't go for this whole faith healing thing, I'd like to point out. All right, let's continue with your thoughts and talk to Sam listening in Kansas. Sam, you're on Free Talk Live. Sam, in Kansas, going once. Sam in Kansas, going twice. Oh, they're getting cold feet toward the end of the show here. Let's try Steve listening in Indy to WXNT. Hello, Steve. Stephen Indy, going once. Is there any chance the board ops asleep? I uh, no, he's talking to me right okay. now in the, via the instant messenger. Steve, yeah, can you hear me? Steve, you're on the air. We got you. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. Um, hey, well, what? Well, how do you feel? What's your belief in? Uh, do you believe in a creator, or, or what do you feel? Um, I tend, you know, I would say that there's different feelings between the two of us here. I tend to uh, like the idea that, um, you know, there's some kind of sort of intelligent being, whether he is a, a compilation of all of our souls or whatever, that it's a good being and that the, uh, that, uh, that the universe was created in order to, uh, you know, have some certain laws. Those laws are if you act in a good way, that good things will happen to you. 
I like that. I would say that there are billions of creators. I, I would Okay, well, do you have children? I have a child. Do you feel that's the greatest gift you've probably ever received? Or I'd say that uh, you know he's my favorite thing on the planet. I hate calling him a thing, but I think that a uh, thing is anything that's a noun. Yeah, I don't mean it as, as a thing, but yeah. uh, uh, I don't want to say object either. But, you know, no. um, you know, when you read the Bible and you know we're on a sphere and it's spinning in, in nothing, basically, you know, and, and uh, the amazing thing is this birth of a child to me, when you, when you receive these gifts and, and nature, and, we're, and, and you know, you're talking about different things of different Christians. Well, all these ears that's walking around, the little brain in between all these ears, they're all different. Yeah. So the religion, as far as the religions go, you're not going to find a perfect one. But Christianity is perfect even though it's imperfect. Tell me about that. Because in the end, it will straighten out. This is all, we have to work our way through this. And and in the end, we will get there. But well, none of us, we only have minute little bits here. Here's my, understanding. Vague. here's my understanding of Christianity and why I don't think it can be perfect or work itself out. Um, that, uh, you well, know, the, nothing's the God, God is the Father, and like I am a Father, and that He has set up, because He is the all creating, all omnipotent being, he, he controls time and all of it. He has set up a system in which I have no control, do not know what the rules are, um, except for the Bible, and that uh, I can prove that that thing was written by people. It's not like He came down and handed it down um, you know to me so I don't have that supernatural experience and if I don't follow these rules I go to eternal damnation I wouldn't punish my child by cutting his fingers off if he touches a um, something I don't want him to touch but that would be a small punishment in comparison to what God's going to do to me if I don't follow his rules Steve thanks for the call man I appreciate it we're short on time I want to try to get James here in Texas listening to KTAE hey James James You got about 20 seconds, James. Last thoughts. Go ahead. I had a comment on the guy, or you said, what would Jesus do? I believe that Jesus wanted to go to peace with another country or another man. He would not start by going to war with them. You want to bring... If you want to go to peace with someone, you bring peace. You don't bring war. Indeed, sir. I agree with you there, and I thank you for the call. And we are out of time for tonight, unfortunately. But there's always more free talk live ahead. Thanks for everybody who called in. We'll see you uh, on Monday night. And in the meantime, you can join us online at freetalklive.com. Hope you have a super weekend. Warning. Do not listen to this podcast if hearing about freedom and liberty is not legal for you in your community. And if so, you should immediately move to a hipper community. Coming April 1st, no joke, the Guns and Weed podcast. A weekly web lab where Michael W. Dean and Nima Vadadi cover the punk rockinist, hip hopinist current events, as well as timeless universal truths about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Because there's no such thing as half free. The Guns and Weed podcast, available from gunsandweed.com. The NEMA News with NEMA Vidati. And now for your daily dose of nanny statism in our daily segment, Tyranny Today. Tyranny Today. Well, NEMA, Ban Francisco officials say they're cracking down hard on all unlicensed commerce. If you do not have the proper 47 forms filled out in octuplicate, then they could be coming for you. Just hours ago, six drug police were eaten by bears while raiding a marijuana farm. It is not yet clear if the dope farmer had trained the bears. 
or if the animal simply had good taste. Nice bear. Stand back. We're from the government. We're here to help you. It's okay. It's okay, man. Stand back. Nice bear. Stand back. Stand back. Michael W. Dean and Nima Thadadi's fun and feisty weekly chat about constitutional, libertarian, and voluntarist issues, abuse of authority by police, the war on drugs, the war on guns, self-defense, states' rights, natural rights, Austrian economics, the problems of a two-party system, taxation, guns, cats, dogs, anarchy, DIY art, low-budget filmmaking, digital recording, activism, punk rock, sex, hip-hop, and more. Because there's no such thing as half free. Baby, give me the AK. Tell two friends. Make copies. Email it to everyone you know. Go on the site and comment. This is a conversation. Every Friday night, we'll have an exciting new episode where Michael W. Dean and Nima Vadati weave their own unique take on the way the world works and how to find your place in it. Gunsandweed.com. Subscribe. And remember, the only power they have is the power you allow them.